going on down there. We waited just long enough that even the suddenly a week after Toy Fair news dropped. Oh yeah, two mm. more out of yep. nowhere. Yeah, from previews. So we got it all. We got it. we we're the smart ones. We waited for just the right moment. And you, dear listener, waited for just the right moment to tune in to WTF TFW, a Transformers podcast that's gonna talk about Toy Fair and some other stuff. Uh, hello TJ, welcome to the podcast. Hi, good to be here. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you survived the ice bridge. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's it's always fun just watching other idiot drivers take your life into their hands. Mm. So, I mean, if you live, that's how we we stay excited, right? Uh, yeah. Who hey, needs... Welcome to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let me t- tell you about Floridian traffic. How's Florida? How's how's Flor A? How's Florida? And is it snowy? And B? How are the Floridian traffic's doing in the snow if it's there? Well, there's well, there's no snow. If there was snow here, there'd be mass panic. So okay. that's bad enough. But right. like right now, like we're in, we hit the cold snap that the rest of the country seemed to hit. It's like how like it's when you had snow days in school. Like there's those catch up days at the end of the year. This is winter having catch up days because it took a few mm-hmm. took a little bit off, and they're like, okay, well, we we still have like a quota of days where you have to freeze to death. So here you go. Yep, we've uh, we've got like the the nice way to summarize it. That's vaguely inaccurate most of the time when I do it. Is we have lake effect. That's just a nice way to summarize it all. But uh, yeah, oh boy, I was gonna go for a little walk tonight, uh, and tomorrow I'm gonna try to go to a Transformers TCG tournament. And I'm I didn't go for the walk tonight because I figure I if if it's gonna happen, I want to at least make it to the tournament, get back, and then. Uh, get, you know, obliterated by some kind of um you were standing in negative whatever weather <laughs> kind of sickness. Uh but it won't happen because I wash my hands and you should all wash your hands too. Uh because you know that's that's the thing that's going on right now. And you know it's a good habit. You know what else? If you wash your hands a lot with soap, your hands smell good. So you know it's a win win for everyone. Um what isn't a win though is uh popular multiplayer game Transformers Dark of the Moon the game. Uh on PS3 and Xbox 360 has finally had its multiplayer servers shut down. I'm annoyed I didn't know those servers were still up. Yeah, that was what was more surprising <laughs> to me. I was like, oh, they're shutting them down. That seems like... Wait a second. What's the time frame? Oh. Nine years. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a matter of somebody just like was going through a server room and was like, wait... Why is this one flickering? Well, is, okay, here's the thing, though. Dark of the Has this moon? switch been on that long? It's legacy Activision support. So if you if, if I look at the list here, other games on this list include DJ Hero and DJ Hero 2, uh, Guitar Hero 5, Metallica and Van Halen, uh, mm-hmm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, <laughs> Cabela's Big Game Hunter 2012. Uh, <sighs> God that's where we fall. <laughs> Band hero, like all these relics of the twenty early twenty tens. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated when it like yeah, I'm fascinated when these servers are still alive. But I'm like triple fascinated when someone consciously decided to turn them off because I'm like, how many did this affect even ten people? And yeah. I want their yeah. story. 
Like, those, whoever is mad about this deserves to be interviewed. Because it's like, what were y'all doing? And, like, was it fun? Uh, Fast and the Furious Showdown, GoldenEye 007, and 007 Reloaded. Actually, a bunch of 007 games. Uh, Tony Hawk Ride and Shred. Anyway, um, if any of you out there were playing Dark of the Moon, the game, the multiplayer, anytime, let's say in the last five years, uh, please let us know. Because mm-hmm. that still would have been four years after it came out. Uh, we will get you the help that you need. No, we'll we'll get you a big medal ceremony like in uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. We'll have a, a Wookiee there. Who won't get anything? He won't get anything until like eight, until like five more movies. Yeah, he'll just go. Brrr. That was my really good Wookiee sound. Uh, and speaking of good Wookiee sounds, because uh, it has nothing to do with this. This is just about a Beast Wars thing. Uh, Masterpiece uh, Lyo Convoy is is basically out on the day we're recording, if I understand correctly, which is February twenty eighth, second to last day of February because it's a leap year. Uh, and uh, they they did they they listened to the podcast I guess Takara Tomi put out a step by step transformation video for Masterpiece Lyo Convoy and region locked it. However, uh, thanks to TFND on Facebook, we have a Facebook bootleg of that video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't actually watched the whole thing. Um, I'm just kind of flipping through it. Um, it's a good video. I watched. All- the whole thing waiting on you well i i turned on the audio for a second and i'll say that they did a good video yeah um but uh boy i'm glad i've muted the audio again because the you know i'm it's baby it's, it's steps that, like, it's baby steps yeah it's it's that for for anybody that that doesn't get the chance to watch it it's that uh good that uh like Free background music guitar riff. Yeah, it's the exact uh, problem I had loop. with Bandai's instructional video for their most recent Macross stuff. This helps. And in fact, this is a, shot on a better camera than the one that Bandai mm-hmm. used. But I believe, and I I will, I, I don't even debate this. I just consider this fact. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. These videos are categorically less useful if there is a, just background music playing because you can't hear what the plastic's doing. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. and on something like this, the, you should be like, especially Masterpiece Sunstreaker is my favorite example. If you don't know the sounds the plastic is supposed to make, then there is a part where it makes a terrifying noise, and you don't know if you just broke it. Uh, and and I'm just glancing here at Lyo Convoy. I'm going to watch Wotafa's video whenever he puts it up because he has the sound on. Uh, there's thin panels just on this lion head inversion, and I would like to know what noises they're supposed to make. Uh, mm-hmm. However, uh, you know, here here I am complaining about them doing a thing I wanted them to do. Uh, that's just how I live my life. Thanks to everyone at Takara I mean, Tomi for... That's what uh, Transformer fans do, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're chilling. We're chilling. Uh, this is, uh, you know, even even the, if we leave the audio aside, uh, this is an excellent precedent. And also, yes, Aaron, this is, this is a great video. They're, they put in work to highlight parts. Yeah. You can't just push it. Speaking as a video editor, with my limited experience, you can't just push a button to make a part highlight red. You have to actually... Take a st- like highlight it. Yeah, well, you can either do, do a complicated thing with a mask, or you can just export a still in Photoshop and then do the highlight there and put the still in. Uh, that's still en- it's enough work, you know, like to be taking still images and adding little red highlights to them for me to say, "Hey, good job, guys." 
Uh, so I hope we see these for every Masterpiece toy going forward, because as I've said, expensive toys like that, I think that uh, buyers of them, when they're transforming toys, they deserve a transformation video. Uh, instructions, booklets are not adequate enough, especially when uh, Takara Tomy, uh, as my favorite example, likes to do ones that aren't even booklets, that are just a big page with tiny images on it. Uh, so, good on you guys. Um, and I'm going to check this out later. Um, all I heard about this from a friend of mine is that there are tons of tiny thin panels and, and sticks with joints on them, and it doesn't look very... Uh, um, how do you put it? Not, not that it doesn't look fun. It looks terrifying in the video, is what I was told. Uh, and I'm seeing some of those thin sticks. I'm just curious if they're made of diecast or not. Um, that's my main thing. I had to cancel my pre-order on Lyo Convoy, because I can't swing that this month. Uh, and it didn't help, you know, that Masterpiece was kind of weird for the last few releases. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've made an active decision not to pre-order any Masterpiece until I have a little bit of time to find out what happened to it. Yeah, I uh, I mean, this is going off that, that last conversation we had, but I'm kind of in the same spot. Like, it is partly that's one less pre-order to do, and I just want to pre-order less. But Masterpiece pre-orders are, I mean, I've been lucky this whole time so far, but they also just feel, I don't know, they don't feel great. Like, it's fun when I get the figure. I like Hound, but it doesn't, just doesn't feel great. And I don't think I needed to rush to get a hold of any of them. Uh, anyway, Aaron, thank you for watching the video, even when I forgot to. You're welcome. Somebody has to put in the work around here. That's right. That's right. Well, you, I need you to watch all the videos we talk about so that I can uh, go to the, the TCG tournaments and yeah. run weird experimental decks. Because uh, yeah. I know our local meta, and I am trying to combat two different people, and I don't think I can without doing a thing I don't want to do, which is run the airstrike patrol. So uh, that's a different podcast, though. Uh, tune into those. <laughs> uh, anyway, Toy Fair. We got some Toy Fair news. Uh, I, I've organized things here, again, mostly so that it's hopefully not terribly hard to find pictures we want to talk about. But uh, I just want to open up by uh, hitting that presentation that Hasbro did. They live-streamed it, which is excellent. Uh, I was very preoccupied that weekend, so I, I didn't watch it. I just kind of read what happened. But uh, thanks to sites like TFW 2005, you can read what happened. Uh, they the, There was basically four main things to talk about, which is uh, the Netflix uh, Siege stuff. Earthrise, Cyberverse, and Studio Series. Uh, and with the Netflix stuff, uh, it's it's really just like, it's mostly about the media. In fact, like the toys they're putting out, they handed out samples at Toy Fair and some folks were able to trade for all the samples. So it's like we got yeah. full coverage out. And I'm like, you know what? That's, that's a badass hustle and I dig it. Um, but uh, I, I did want to touch on Cyberverse first because uh, I think it deserves to be talked about more. <laughs> so... For Cyberverse, uh, they showed a trailer for Season 3, which aired in its totality in the UK already, over the course mm -hmm. of what appeared to be three days. And that seems to always be the story for Transformer series that aren't rescue bots. And I don't, I'm not, this is not a dig on rescue bots. It's just, it's like, it's a pattern, right? The last season airs in like one territory at the end. Uh, all all respect to the to the folks working on it, they, they saw that fans were just sort of diving in to, to see what happened, and they said, hey, we're happy you're watching it. Just please, when it is up on your region's uh, channels or streaming services, please give it another watch there so that we have any data. And I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. In fact, we, we sort of should. We're all pirating it right now if we're not in the UK. Um, 
And that was it, really. They showed Wave 2 of the Deluxes, and they showed the toys for Season 3. Uh, Cyberverse, I think, even though it has, like, a, uh, like more nicer figures, I'm bum- more bummed out about this ending than RID 2015, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, we, we get we get good looks at the Deluxes. Um, Grimlock and Hot Rod are already out in some places, and they it sounds like they kind of addressed that in a weird way during the live stream where they were like, yeah, we think they're out. I guess some of you can get them. It sounds like RC is shipping by herself and thunder. Howl is shipping later by himself. I'm shrugging while I'm saying all this. Uh, yeah, I it's, it's always a thing that, that, uh, like when they end up getting the like wave case assortments, screwy or weird is just kind of a a big old sigh yeah and i mean it it's definitely exacerbated by my bias and and uh and belief that cyberverse is a genuinely fun and great cartoon that should have gone on as long as rescue bots because it was perfectly designed to just go on in perpetuity uh mm-hmm. but you know rc looks good uh and yeah. and she matches her show model the show model has a backpack uh, and, and it's also one of my favorite characters in the show. So the only problem I have with the toy is that her gun's too small. Uh, it should be bigger. Um, and Thunder Howl, uh, guess what? Turns out I'm really happy he's getting a toy because, uh, I enjoyed him greatly in season three. Um, the only bummer about the toy is it doesn't have a cape, but you know, we can solve that. We have the technology. Uh, and that will finish up uh, McAdam, who, uh, you know what? I had some comments about him that I, and every negative one, I renege. I'm really happy that we're getting a figure of him with all of the stuff it comes with. Uh, I'm, I'm down for this. Uh, I just need to actually pick up more of the deluxes now. And I, I guess I have till October anyway. <laughs> um, Aaron, I forgot. Have you gotten into any of those deluxes? I've picked up a couple, three of them. Um, I know we talked but, about some. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. When I when I mess with them, that's it's. I I see it there, but it's definitely like I prefer a little bit more towards the puzzle play, and those are a little bit more simplistic. But that's kind of the line that they're aimed at. So, huh? But as deluxe is like they're also like they're probably the figures that best capture the show's aesthetic, and I'm glad that at least the eight of them slash nine exist yes uh yeah tj how are you feeling about these these uh final i guess deluxe reveals i mean so far i'm looking forward to them yeah i i grabbed all the ones from the first wave and i was actually quite happy with what i got yeah and and i mean Uh, like for that stuff to get applied to characters like thunder howl that's actually one of the ones i'm most excited about because he's sort of different from the the wave one you know the first four Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're doing what I want with the Grimlock, which is I. Every Grimlock that's come out has had that faceplate, mm-hmm. which every time mm-hmm. I see Grimlock in a situation where I really like him, he's not wearing the faceplate. Mm-hmm. So like I, I'm kind of happy that they went with that direction. And the, he comes with the hat. He comes with a hat. Yep. And I, I have a friend who picked him up already and said that he is a very good Grimlock toy that kind of breaks a few Grimlock rules in exciting ways. Uh, as far as the transformation's concerned. Oh, we've already seen Cyberverse do that with the Spark Armor Grimlock, and I'm happy to see they're doing it again, because mm-hmm. that, that transformation scheme gets a little boring. 
Yeah, yeah, just got to mix it up here and there. Uh, also, apparently, if you get Grimlock, uh, that that forearm he comes with, you still actually don't have the bicep to connect that to McAdam. Oh. So they're, they're going nah. out of their <sighs> way. Also, guess what? Thunderhowl's not out till I guess, October, and maybe he has all the actual connect. They're doing a Studio Series Devastator with McAdam, where it's like, you don't get to build half of McAdam. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> you worm? <laughs> you don't get to build him? You warm. <laughs> you have to wait till the last wave to get his head. Yeah, scum. Yeah, <laughs> you think you can just ask for that? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm excited. I was trying. I, I don't think they think we're scum. It's just. It's really funny to me. Like between that and like overload, basically, most probably being the final devastator piece to come out, and he's the entire lower body's connective tissue. Yeah. Uh. I, I hope it's intentional. You know, I hope it's intentional. Right? I, we, I we assume. It. I assume it's intentional because a he's a leader class that had no screen time, so you have to build. You have to build in the incentive to get him. Yeah, although one could say that about, I I think seventy percent of them. I mean, yes, you buy it. <laughs> But like, there's gonna be there's gonna be people who really like the first scene in Revenge of the Fallen, so they will get Scavenger at yeah. the, you know at the leader class to pose with the Optimus and all that. But like, okay, I have no idea who this character is. He looks cool, but no idea who he is. So why would I spend fifty bucks on him? Oh, he's the entire pelvis of Devastator. Okay, yeah, and oh, he's mm-hmm. he's like one of the coolest looking ones in the whole set. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm already like five, six deep into this. Might as well go for all of them. I, I'm glad they're, not to jump ahead, but I'm, and we talked about him a bit already from that uh, that other toy show a couple weeks ago. But I'm glad that they're kind of ending Devastator on like a high, what looks like a high note, not kind of like a guy who we're going to turn into a pelvis and forget about, but like a dude who's full of function. Um, Cyberverse, I really wish was ending on a dude full of function, maybe one who had three modes and, uh, you know, had an interesting... Thing to talk about but uh those were the the deluxes there's also uh you know once again they uh, they've renamed all of the classes <laughs> uh but i've pieced it together so there's also ultra class is out uh my friend uh ryan uh a hoopla uh, actually picked up for 10 bucks off because she wasn't in the system yet uh clobber so clobber and rack and ruin are out there it looks like uh, and I, okay. I messed with I mean, Clobber I, briefly, and mm. I got Clobber. I haven't seen Rack and Ruin yet. I oh, I assume they ship together. You know uh, what? I haven't seen anyone talk about Rack and Ruin it, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Clobber shipped with the Stealth Hot Rod. I keep forgetting that Stealth Hot Rod's an Ultra. Okay, all right. I'm back on planet Earth, um, but I'm I'm way down for that Clobber and that Rack and Ruin if that's up to Clobber par. Uh, those were fun to poke at, but we got uh, okay. We got warrior class. Let's start with warrior class. Uh, in the warrior class, if I'm reading this right, we've got Bumblebee turning into his hover car Cybertronian mode. Uh, we've got another Megatron, who seems to me to he looks like a maybe not a retool, but he's got that thing that the first wave warrior class one had, where one of his arms is like locked in a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he also turns into a Cybertronian hover uh, hover tank. Uh, we got uh, an Optimus Prime who looks weird. And that's really my take on him. And he also has a locked arm. That's all. 
it's weird. These look a lot. Him, him and Megatron look a lot like the Wave One dudes in having a locked arm, but those don't look like those retools. Off the Optimus's face concerns me. Uh, yeah. He looks like an Orion Pax. That's what I thought when I saw him. M- maybe. Which there's something. There's something I get like like an animated Sentinel vibe from him, just from how far down his chin goes and how pronounced his horns are. And also the size of his shoulders. Yeah. With like the big... We- yeah, he's... A- That's a weird toy. The Optimus and Megatron are weird figures, and I'm going to ignore them. Uh, oh, no, the Bumblebee also... Oh, my God. I didn't look at Bumblebee's gimmick arm closely until now. It's... It doesn't even... It's just a... It's stuff. The the Bumblebee is unfortunate. Because that alt mode is great. Oh, the alt mode is great, but that is not a... It's based on the first Bumblebee, which was not great to begin with. Are these retools? And like, did, are these just, like, heavy, heavy retools? This isn't that weird portion where, like, how far can you retool it before it's a new mold? Yeah. Oh, that's so... Because it is, the, essentially, for all intents and purposes, that's the Wave 1 Bumblebee that they just keep repainting and reusing. This is killing me because, you know, ending, this, is, this is a... Okay, so we're ending on Hammerbite for the Warrior class. Hammerbite looks like a good RID 2015 Warrior toy. Uh, and so it's like the that price point is ending on a high note, a la like animated deluxes, but certainly not with the pedigree. <laughs> I don't know how else to. This is friggin' weird line to have gone through. I feel like this line was weirder than Rid 2015, uh, in a lot of ways. But Hammerbite, I think, it looks great. Um, looks like he has an interesting transformation, and, uh, thanks to having watched season three, uh, I am actually more into picking up this new design character now, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say any plot points from season three, since it technically is only aired in the UK, I'm just, you know, that's as far as I'm going, but, uh, there, like, there's a couple new characters in here, and, uh, and Hammerbite is gonna be my refrain for most of them, which is, I really would like to pick him up, since this is probably the only Hammerbite toy they're ever going to make. Uh, so thank goodness he looks like the good one out of that wave. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that Bumblebee had two normal arms because I just looked at him on my phone. I didn't realize he had that thing for a left arm. Yeah. It looks even more yeah. like a thing with the Cybertronian bits hanging off the bottom of the he's the just got the... He's just loaded. It's just like shrapnel with a Bumblebee head on top. This is super weird. It sucks. I like those Cybertronian hover modes a lot. I mean, the nice, the nice, it's not nice. The thing about, about Cyberverse stuff is I'm pretty sure it's going to be something I could, you know, find during a big, like, Toys R Us sale in Canada. And I might, I might, you know, I like that hover car mode. Anyway, uh, two new size classes, basically the small one and the big one, I think, for the, the, this year's gimmick, uh, the Trooper and Officer Class. Uh, officer Class, you could Bumblebee and Optimus. Um, surprise, surprise. Uh, the Optimus uh, has an interesting silhouette that l- kind of looks nothing like the TV show at all. Neither did the war. Neither did- this is like the refrain for this Optimus. He looks nothing like the TV show, really. Uh, but he's got the flip-out armor gimmick. Uh, as does Bumblebee. Uh, do, so I missed I missed a detail. Do the officer class also have the battle shout gimmick? I am, as far as I know, just the big ones do. I thought the little ones did. 
I have no idea. Because I got really confused by the Battle Shout gimmick, too. Because they, they advertised the gimmick. No, I think it's on the little ones. You can see on Wild Wheel and uh, and Meteor Fire, they've got like a, an implied light inside their chest. Mm-hmm. And the, so the gimmick is that that light reacts to noise. So I took it as you scream into the toy and it will light up. Uh, and so the, the officer class Optimus and Bumblebee who are at like the bottom of the listing seem to have the light thing in their stomach as well when in the shots where the armor is down. Yeah. So they might be a mixture of the spring out armor and the light up gimmick. Uh, the, the, the officer ones look like the ones like, again, they're at least, at least this is the thing for season, season three's toys. Everyone right down to stuff like clobber and rack and ruin, all the limbs are articulated enough. So even though there's like no real waist joints or probably on some of them, no neck joints, I can, I can pose the arms and legs enough to feel like I'm having fun with the thing. Uh, and that's important to me, but, um, yeah, the, did, okay, I don't know if you guys caught the gimmick then. So what do you think about the idea of this gimmick where you scream at the toy and it lights up? How's that sounding? That sounds like that's going to be so much fun for parents. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, did either of you see season three stuff yet? I uh, haven't, yeah. I've seen bits and pieces. So, hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. The gimmick is in the show, sort of. That much I saw. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um... In fact, I think the, considering that they were probably told, please put this gimmick in the show, I think they did a really good job with it. Because uh, how the hell do you put this gimmick in a TV show? <laughs> they scream and light up. And it's like, all right, but they also already <laughs> scream. I, anyway, when you all see season three, dear listeners, if you haven't, you'll you'll see what's going on. Uh, I mean, the implication is that they light up to a specific command phrase, which I don't think retail level toys are going to be capable of. No, no. These things, I, I think these just work like, um, you know, I actually have no idea how these work. <laughs> but my understanding is these I love the confidence you at least rolled in with you know i'm pretty sure that i might not know i don't not know yeah. i have no idea I, how. I know in i think i know in layman's terms how these work which is that the louder you yell the brighter the light gets but i don't I mean, know that's just noise reactive it's gonna go off constantly yeah and when also the dog I don't... barks when a tv goes off and you have fire and a gun in fortnite every everything sets it off I don't know how that works either, other than microphones. But I can't imagine these all have microphones in them. I mean, it's not terribly hard to have, like, an audio sensor in a toy. We've seen it with Kamen Rider toys in the past. We have, but this is also, like, a... I I assume these are, like, a $20 price point deluxe. Yeah. $15, $20 price point. I actually... That... That press release about these guys, I'm not going to lie, where it talked about that gimmick and everything, that that wall of text, I couldn't figure it out because I was really tired and reading it on my phone and I never went back to check. Uh, but this trooper class, is the, these are actually the toys I'm the most excited about outside of the deluxes, um, partly because of the character pulls to go with Hammer Strike. Uh, we, got, we got a Bumblebee. Also, these all have armor, too, but these ones have... It looks like clip-on armor, not spring-out armor. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a Bumblebee, who looks fine. Uh, then we get Wild Wheel, um, who does not have his poncho, but you know what? I don't know how you would have done that. Uh, and again, we have the technology. Uh, 
I thought Wild Wheel was a cool-looking design. I thought his, his toy looks kind of weird, because the design is a lot more broad-shouldered. So this looks like teenage Wild Wheel. Um, but because of Season 3, I really want him, and this is probably the only toy he's going to get. So I'm going to pick him up. Uh, like I said, he does look poseable uh, enough, and that's all I want. <laughs> so I want a nice somewhat posable in in the limbs toy of a character i like that's all i expect and he looks like he does it he's got a nice looking alt mode uh you know you can you kind of see how he, i think these guys generally seem like they kind of work in the very basic fold the limbs up and flip a thing uh kind of pattern mm-hmm. yeah um i really like how much of his hat he's got on that head sculpt like given how much it's probably just under something but i like how he has a big ass hat and it's also not just sticking out a part of his car mode you know um, and he his silhouette looks kind of like he has an electric guitar strapped on his back, but I, he doesn't. It's just a fin. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about Wild Wheel? Especially if you, I don't know if you've seen his episode or not. So how's how's this striking you? Um, I haven't seen the episode. I do like the cowboy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a little bizarre to see that on a Cybertronian robot, but you know what? I'll roll with it because robot cowboy. Uh, he looks. Fine in that, yeah, he'll be pretty basic as far as transforming goes. Uh, pretty much surviving mostly on his aesthetic. You know, like the only thing that bugs me is I, and it bugs me on a lot of them is that they pick poses to show just how hollow those legs are, and it's yeah. kind of taken me out of these mm-hmm. a little bit. On on him, my big problem is less so how hollow the legs are, and more so how it looks like he doesn't have feet, which could be a problem. Well, he, you need feet. He has heels. His, his his legs end in heels, but there's no foot, just a heel. I don't know. <laughs> I can't complain because it seems like the show is over. So, <laughs> Aaron, what about you? How's, how's Wild Wheel striking you? Yeah, I I like the aesthetic. I, I think he's a, a very interesting looking character. Uh, I'm I'm kind of with you, at least with the the render. Uh, uh, version of that, like, uh... Yeah, you know what? I'm just looking at Bumblebee. He also only has heels. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's probably just because of the way that the transformation happens, because that's the lower part of the car, and that's the little bit that hooks in right above his, his, his hips, where everything else folds in, and it makes it easy. I know. It's just would be nice of a little thing. <laughs> These are... Look, they had to put a whole lot of money into that LED. I am like, <laughs> there must be video coverage from the show floor, except it seems like no one took photos of Cyberverse on my Twitter feed. But like, I need to know, I need to see what this gimmick is. I need I need to see what this thing is, for crying out loud. Uh, anyway, the other new character here, uh, Meteor Fire. Um, uh, he, he, I already liked the way he looked because, uh, um, oh crap, who I retweeted it, but someone on Twitter, <sighs> I'm really, I knew who it was and that just flew out of my head because I've been talking about those lights. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dear Twitter friend, but, uh, pointed out the meteor fire looks a whole lot like an, like a friggin' early nineties, like ex Kaiser brave toy. And I'm like, yes, he does. So now I kind of want him. Hmm. Uh, and then I watched season three and thanks to a certain scene. Now I really want him. <clears throat> and so I got to pick this toy up because it is probably the only figure he will ever get. Um, That's the theme of the episode. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? Like, it's it, it's a decent looking design. Uh, and 
I, I liked I, I I was a little bit when he shows up in season three, uh or appears what I'll say in season three, I was kinda like mm-hmm. and then the scene happened I really liked, and I'm like, alright, I'm down for this guy. Uh and you know what else? He has feet. So that's pretty cool too. That's all I got. Uh <laughs> <laughs> TJ, what about, how do you feel about Meteor Fire? Uh what do you what do you think he's like? I'm I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. Like he Here's the thing. No matter what I say, I know I'm gonna be wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're just <laughs> testing me here. Yep. No, here's the thing. After having seen him, I'm really fascinated by what you think he's like. I mean, I'm looking at a visor and twin blades hanging off his arms, and he looks like the battle-ready sword. But knowing Cyberverse, I don't think he is. Yeah, uh, like, I... I... Like, for all I know, <laughs> he pops beer cans with those blades. Oh, boy, that was oddly close. That's... <laughs> 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 that was that was there was a moment there where I was like, "Are you about to say you can't? You said you didn't." Um, Aaron, what about you? How are you feeling about Meteor Fire? Who do you think he is? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you heard this whole conversation. That's been tainted. Yeah, uh, I, I'm even further away <laughs> from having any idea. So, um, uh, how are you guys feeling about the toy? Uh, like, obviously, he doesn't stand out nearly as much as Wild Wheel. Uh, Man, as a jet, he's the weirdest looking. Like he's he's got sideways VTOLs under his VTOLs. Not a yeah. I don't. <laughs> this is something where definitely, like they just went ah, that's close, it's plainish, whatever. Let's let's say because I mean you, everyone by now could have seen Cyberverse season two. Let's say this jet doesn't actually fly around on the planet Earth. Does that make any more sense? Not terribly. Or does that make actually less sense? Yeah, like I man, any place where there's aerodynamics, that's not. <laughs> and then if there's no need for aerodynamics, then why does he have like VTOL fins and stubby th- at no, it's all wrong. What if he uses the sideways VTOLs as landing gear wheels because he's just real money like that? I made that up. Uh, That's not a thing that happens in the show. I've just made that up. Th- then I'm happy for him. I don't know. All right. <laughs> anyway, there's two other trooper toys uh, here Starscream and Megatron. Uh, the main thing I have to say about Starscream is oh my god, I think maybe I have to check screen caps. I think maybe they might have actually gotten close to Starscream's actual jet mode. Maybe if you ignore the legs. Because I just realized his entire legs are just sitting on top of the jet mode. Mm-hmm. Boy, that sticks out. <laughs> Boy, that sticks out. But the the wings, they actually got the wings shape right. Like that's that's fresh. That Starscream is really carrying the Starscream Cyberverse tradition. Uh, at a glance, which is... Of, of doing one thing right and everything else. Oh. That's kind of the story of the Cyberverse Starscream toy run, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, they show the Warrior Class version of him that I actually like. Where? It's it's in the same post you linked to us. Oh, I glazed like, right past that. Oh my god. Hey, that looks okay. Yeah, that's a unique design. That's I actually quite like that. 
And yeah. he has full articulation range. I like that better. Oh, and you know what? He has his legs on top, except that it works. And that's that's an accurate jet mode, right? Like, he's a weird-looking flying wing. Yeah. Man, I was so zeroed in on Hammer Strike. Hammer Bite. Hammer Chomp. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> hammer Bite, because he's bite. not Sky Bite. That's right. Uh, that actually... No spoilers, but that there's literally nothing about that in the show. Uh, uh-huh. he, just, he just happens to be called Hammer Bite. Um, it his, sucks. It's all right, though. The episode's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that Warrior Starscream, I completely glazed past. I take it back. There's two Warrior toys I want now. Starscream and Hammer Bite. Because um, you know what? Okay, I take it back. Starscream pulled off a toy, finally, at the very last minute. Uh, no bicep swivels, but you know what? I don't care. Do you know how long it took for him to pull off a toy? <laughs> Three years! That's how long it took. And I'm ignoring the part where his null lasers are connected to his wings and not his arms. Because, uh, come on. It's over now. <laughs> uh, well, TJ, that was a good catch. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, any yeah. chance to correct you, I get. Hey! I, I, I like to pitch him so everyone can catch him. Uh, and then we got Trooper Megatron, who looks like an okay Megatron. His tank mode looks okay. His robot mode looks okay. That crown he's got looks hilarious. Because <laughs> it looks a little bit too big. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a scythe, which is a little bit hardcore. Uh, and, and I, I really wish he looked like something else, but that's all I'm going to say. Uh, it looks okay. I think I'm probably not going to bother unless he turns out to have a really neat transformation or something. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not really hitting it for me. Um, and that, that's, this really sucks to say this. That's the entire story of Cyberverse, I guess. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Cyberverse dropped, like, entire spoiler toys on us out of nowhere a couple months ago. So, you know what? Maybe Hasbro just thinks none of us care. So maybe there is more Cyberverse stuff in the pipeline, and it'll just show up. I could, I have a whole year to hope that. Uh, I mean, you never know. Like, because they do have to bridge the gap to the next cartoon, whatever that's going to be. We have no idea so far. No idea what and... the next cartoon is. And, and like... They now even at Toy Fair, I feel like they never announced that Quintesson set with Prowl and Shockwave. They didn't. So, they didn't. Yeah, that thing just exists. So there's, yeah. a, I there's a chance because there is one character who, in season three, there is a character who I am actually in staggered disbelief. There's not even a gimmick toy of. And I, f- I feel like that has to be that has to exist somewhere, even in an unfinished CAD form. It has to exist somewhere. Uh, man, you know, in Red 2015, right? I would complain about how they didn't do all the Decepticons, but you know what? A lot of the Decepticons were weird. You know, with Cyberverse, there are guys who never got toys. There are also there are also girls who never got toys. Where I'm just like, mm-hmm. how? <laughs> like I don't get it, and, and you know what? I'm not even talking about Shadow Striker, even though I think her toys generally turned out awful. She got multiple toys anyway. Oh boy, uh, I really like Cyberverse, and I'm just uh, confused. But uh, do you guys have any other th- thoughts on Cyberverse's finale, toy wise? 
Or shall we go on uh, to the meat? There's a huge misstep in that Megatron by not making those parts purple. That's all I'm saying. I don't understand why all the Decepticon parts are green. And bear in mind, I, mean, I watched season three. I don't <laughs> understand why all those parts are green. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of an Energon throwback where all the Decepticons had to have green Energon. But the, why are the auto? I also don't know why the Autobot ones are blue. And here's the kicker: I don't. I'm backing up for a sec. I don't know why Energon armor is a gimmick <laughs> for year three. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, let's uh, let's bop over to some of that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, let's uh, that the real toys. Yeah. Oh boy! Wow! Wow! Uh, what if we hop ahead to Netflix? No, we'll do the Earthrise stuff. Uh, Earthrise. <clears throat> they announced some factions for Earthrise mercenaries. Uh, we TCG players already knew about those. Um, yeah. Also, apparently, Snapdragon's a mercenary who has Decepticon logos on him. I feel like something got messed up in there. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, also, Quintessons are a faction with a logo, uh, which is nice that they got a logo. I expect that we may see them in the TCG sooner than later because they have a logo. Uh the uh, Slither Fang modulator was designed by John Warden himself. I'm just hitting some of the little bullet points here off the presentation. Uh, you know, run amok, there's going to be a runabout. Um, yeah, apparently, Skylinks was at one point going to have a Micromaster, if I understand correctly. Was it Skylinks? Um, yes, yeah. I thought they said that it was, yeah. Yeah, like they, they were going to have a, a Micromaster and then they nixed it to make Skylinks better or something. And uh, that, that was interesting to me that they, they came out with that. Uh, and uh, there's a there's a Generation Selects thing of uh, two Rumbles and two Ratbats, but the Ratbats, one of them's Wing Thing, uh, and then the Rumble is Frenzy because he's blue. And then the other two are Double Dealers Power Masters, which works, but it's interesting. I you know what it's fine. Well, he he's got a chest flap thing. He does. He yeah. does. I mean, it does make a little bit more sense than trying to work a completely new gimmick into what we've already got between Battle Masters, the occasional mm-hmm. Titan Master, whatever sound waves cassettes are in this generation. The Spy Patrol uh, is how I best have seen them summarized. The shields. Yeah, the planks. Yeah, the weird ramp shield thing. You know what, though? Ramps, but they're not ramps, because now we have ramps. They're sub-ramps. Uh, I, I don't have anything against the Spy Patrol thing or splitting uh, Scar and Knock uh, off Double Dealer and into this four-pack. It just was like, I was like, this is oddly complicated, and I don't know why. It's not even very complicated. It's just like, it's just complicated enough. Uh, it feels like a thing where they bumped up against price points. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, though? If that made Double Dealer better, then I'm fine with it. I, I, care, yeah. I care more about Double Dealer than his Power Master roots. So, look at look at how that gimmick works. I'm gonna throw something at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Generation selects Machine War Soundwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say Deathsaurus, but yeah. Uh, no, uh, like you've, you've, uh, you've you've got you've got a missile truck with a Soundwave gimmick. Yeah. Why not? And you've yeah. got and you've got a minion missing. We got we never got a buzzsaw out of all this. Oh, geez, you're right. Yeah, that completely makes sense. Uh, 
that actually to me makes more sense than the Desaurus thing because I feel like the Desaurus thing was people looking at the bird mode and in doing so being real mean to poor G1 Desaurus's quote unquote dragon mode. And seeing, like, guy goes in chest plate, and I'm like, I get it, but I don't know. If they do it, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I wouldn't be mad, but it seemed like more of a stretch to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, there's a lot about Double Dealer that doesn't remotely resemble even the most fuzzy vision version of Death Zorus. So I'm I'm not I'm not seeing it. (laughs) I want the blue. I want the blue bird to turn into a different blue bird. That's uh, yes, please. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Earthrise reveals. Uh, I'm gonna pop over to those official images so I keep track of everything. Uh, we got us some MicroMasters, um, and we talked about. Oh, we talked about. Th- I thought they revealed more MicroMasters. I guess not. I I'm gonna be honest. Even with I've heard they're better in Earthrise. A lot of people, but well, a lot too. But that's a lot for MicroMaster. I've seen some folks talking up the green tank. Uh, it's I think he's Howl. I can't remember or Bomb Shock. Bomb Shock. That's a good name. Uh, apparently, he's pretty solid for a MicroMaster. And I, and also, I admit I've been really hard on the MicroMasters in Siege because I think they were the worst part of the line. Uh, so I, I they all look the same to me. But Bomb Shock apparently is good. Uh, so I'd like to pick them up on sale. Uh, but yeah, let's get into those, uh, the battle masters, Slitherfang, the Quintesson battle master. Uh, I think he's neat. Uh, very much resembles, um, the headmaster snake that, uh, didn't get made, but you know, got made in a third party sense. Um, he looks cool. Uh, for a guy that turns into a ramp, I like how much he's not a ramp with a man stapled to it. Yeah. Like he tr- that, transforms. That was one thing that I was sitting there that like I had to bounce back and forth. I was like, oh wait, that one says Slitherfang. I thought it was just another ramp. Cool. Okay. Yeah, and like his his snake design. It's like yeah, the cobra hood is the ramp, and that's cool. And it, because he's a snake, he has tank treads because he slithers along. I'm like, nah, that's really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. th- that's <laughs> doing it for me way more than man with ramp on back as. I don't even remember his name anymore, but the Wave 1 dude. Sound Barrier. Right, because his name doesn't make any sense! Uh, <laughs> I keep thinking he's Soundwave when I see the name in print. And then I'm like, no, he's not. But uh, yeah, Slitherfang's doing it for me. Um, Aaron, sounds like he's doing it for you. Yeah. And uh, TJ, you a, you are you on Team Slitherfang? Uh, I think I am, because that's a fun little homage and a pretty pretty nice way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, that makes me a lot more excited about the Battle Master price point continuing, because when I saw Man with Ramp on back, and that the ramps are being really pushed in this line, I was like, is this just gonna be, is is the new Man Fold in Half as Gun gonna be just Man with Ramp on back? Because I'm not into it. I don't I don't want four of them. But, uh, Slitherfang gives me some hope. Uh, then we get into, uh, the very loaded, uh, deluxe category, uh, as far as conversation's concerned, I think. We got Run a uh, Oh boy. Run amok, because he's not the black one. The black one is Bout, because they both have B. Run amok! Uh, who... I've seen some people saying they think he might be a Wheeljack retool, but now that I just opened Wheeljack, I'm not seeing it. Uh, he's not. Yeah. He's not. No. I, I could see it if I hadn't ever messed with Wheeljack, because I was like, yeah, those legs kind of have the same shapes. But Wheeljack's legs work with a sideways double hinge that is 
even if you twist it's things, yeah, it's not there. And, and the shul- the entire upper body, I'm like, no, it turns out Wheeljack doesn't <laughs> remotely resemble that. Um, I think this looks great. Uh, I really like the side-by-side shots with this guy next to other toys. It just, something about it really highlighted how much they nailed that he's a man-made-of-box parts, but in a in a good mm-hmm. way. Um, Aaron, are you, are you digging run amok? I am. All right. Um, I I think that the renders didn't do him justice, but like the live in hand photos did. Yeah, the rent. I mean, boy, howdy! CG render on white background of white robot is like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they maybe they could have tossed a different color in for the bad for the stock background. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Just I'm, maybe, just maybe slightly. I'm I'm not a professional <laughs> photographer or something. Because like I I didn't notice. I was just looking at the CG render, thinking like he looks lankier than I remember. Yeah, like like some about the CG render actually makes him look weirder in proportion because mm-hmm. of the lack of natural light like it, it makes him look like parts of him have been removed but yeah uh that's weird uh tj what about you how's, how's run amok hitting you here uh he's hitting me very nicely i do really like the look of him uh uh he's it's just weird it's weird to say as i realize he's just one color uh but yeah that's yeah. run that's run amok so we're rolling with it uh, I think it looks really good. I like the different designs. I'm happy. Like I was, I think I was on uh, what a lot of people thought, which was he's just going to be like a cliff jumper remold. But yeah. I'm actually really happy that it didn't go in that direction. I haven't, yeah. I haven't messed with cliff, cliff jumper yet, but like, I mean, it, it's probably obvious. But let's just say it. Like, there's no cliff jumper in that, right? None. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad it looks like he's original tooling. Um. And if he's good original tooling, that's great, because when you make a run amok, you kind of have to make sure the toy is good enough that someone wants two copies of it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think he he's actually, of the deluxes, he's my favorite of the ones revealed, although that smokescreen's a very close second, because that smokescreen... Uh, if we pop over to him, uh, and he's actually not in any of the links that I, I had except for the show floor photos. That's odd. I'm, I guess because they did that weird, like, we're going to dole out some reveals to these outlets a few days ahead. It messed up the whole ability mm-hmm. to grab photos easily. But that smokescreen looks like he's, like, I love the Siege Datsun, the, the like the Hover Datsun, the future Datsun. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love it a lot to the point where I'm completely okay to rebuy all three of them in that mold. <laughs> Uh, granted, I have a Datsun problem. The New Age Datsun thing I went through at TFCon last year, completely indicative of that. Uh, but I, I'm I'm also thinking, he just looks really good. He looks like, like, if there's shared transformation scheme in there, great. That's a good transformer. Uh... So I, yeah, I think I think I'm I think I'm down for it. Right, what about you guys? Like, are you satisfied with the Siege versions, or are you looking at these ones too? I mean, I'm an idiot for new toys, so. We know that answer. I don't know. It's just it's it's riding that line now, right? Like we'll be talking about that with Megatron, but Earthrise yeah. is riding that line of kind of half retooling Siege toys in a way that is thematically sound, but also kind of like, yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on board with this one, uh, specifically because I'm very much about like visual character identity. So, like, when I see smoke screen, I expect the boxier chest. I expect the different shape to the head that uh, the Siege Select one did not actually do. Oh, so I, I'm a I never bit, I'm up, more on board with this one. Yeah, I, I never ended up... Um, fought, like, I, I, I enjoyed Prowl a lot, and then 
uh, whatever the EB one I never got a hold of. I, I lost track of where I was with those. I just like the the mold a lot. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the especially like with the boxy chest, they not only hit it, but they also didn't make they made it big, but not too big, as can happen sometimes with the Datsuns. Uh, where it's just like, oh, it's a big chest, and it's like, all right, but this is too big. Like, they, something about the proportions that are like just right. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and there's also this is another talking point. Uh, RC uh, has a very decent looking robot mode because she cheats enormously. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Much like with third party RCs, I feel like you know there's folks who who are sort of on the page I'm on, but I feel like a lot of folks are like, "Oh yeah, it looks like your transformation's garbage, but that's a good robot mode." And I'm kind of like, I have a lot of trouble parsing the first part with the second part for my own tastes. Uh, it's almost annoying to me that the back half of the alt mode that just comes off and turns into a quote unquote hoverboard also folds the wheels in because i'm like well you know what at this point why bother having anything fold on it but yeah. uh well it also does there was one of the uh the images that showed it plugging into her backpack it does because everyone has a five millimeter port on their back yeah so you can still just... though it was it was at least uh it wasn't until the the imp the the big diorama one that I was just like, man, that it's got to, that they didn't do something to like make it all. Oh no, it can just be a really big backpack like every other version of RC. Well, okay, I I t- like G one RC looking. I get what you should mean, and you're you're not wrong, but is different to me because it's not just it is a part that comes off and sticks on her back. And yes, even Cliff Jumper does it. This is worse. This there to me. There's a very yeah. specific. Well, I, I'm not. Chasm. I'm not saying it's good. Yeah, it's just. I. I but I'm saying it's better than just like I don't know. She stands on it. It's, it to me. I don't know. It's, it's like I don't. I just don't want to have an equivalency drawn between the two because I'm like that's doing too many favors to this design choice. I. Mm-hmm. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I, it's. It's kind of an embarrassing. F- decision in my opinion to me it's it's like with cliff jumper and i don't know how to how to make this like clear either to me what cliff jumper does is like that's kind of a bummer but he's transforming with her i'm just like i'm pretty sure she's not even really transforming under there her legs fold up yeah like i don't know and yes it results in a good looking rc action figure but the fact that that's how she works means my expectations of her robot mode are about twice what I expect out of any other deluxe in this line, where I'm like, if there are missing joints that I think should be there, like, I don't feel there is a good excuse. Uh, uh, like, maybe because of price point, but then I'm going to immediately start looking at every moving, folding part on that hoverboard as like, well, what are you for, you know? Uh mm-hmm. And, and and absolutely, like I and I don't disagree. Her robot mode looks great, and if you just wanted a, an affordable, posable G One RC, I think this satisfies that. This is a lot of this is my own taste, and you know, I don't think anyone's going to be like championing the transformations. This is just going to be me being a grumpy person over in my little hole. Uh, but uh, TJ, how are you feeling about this RC? And I mean, <laughs> did you? I had a thing where the first photo I saw was on my phone where it kind of cropped the top and bottom off so i was really hype until i uncropped the top and bottom off and i was like what she's standing on and then i thought that that was just like oh they must have like that must be from a bigger photo with both modes showing it took me a solid 60 seconds to catch on that this is what's going on with this figure in that yeah. reveal like 
It's unfortunate that literally half of her vehicle mode just comes off. I'm wondering... I am wondering how necessary it is, because looking at her stock photo, I do see where it plugs in. I do see the peg that's underneath the shell, and I'm wondering... Can you actually transform her without removing it, and it's just like a car hanging off of her back? I doubt it, because the back of her heels looks like those are two slots that tabs go into from that shell. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can unfold her legs without removing that thing. See, that's the thing for me. It's like, even if it looks messy, I'd be fine with it. I'd be a lot more okay with it, let's put it that way, if there is an option for transforming it without removing the shell. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And... Let's be fair. Neither of us know. I'm making some assumptions. It could be completely possible. So, yeah. you know. It, yeah, and then if like, okay, well, you can remove it completely, or you can remove it and turn it onto her back and all that. To be fair, like, this is a figure, like, this is one of those, like, year three figures, year three characters that is hard to engineer in the first place because it wasn't designed to be a toy originally. Right. And, 100%. Yeah, and this is RC we're talking about who literally has nothing to work with. This is so this is where I kind of fall into a weird part and I, and I know that the entire line's aesthetic disagrees with me like I get it. This is where I'd go like why don't why don't we make this the moment where we just move some of the bulk onto her legs and make her a normal transformer. Yeah. It's like when because we ha- then she doesn't look like the 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 G one cartoon. What did they announce? Then your horror. A okay. week before this, <laughs> <laughs> like they literally yeah. just announced masterpiece RC. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've. I mean, the it's the big thing in this trilogy is to go for cartoon accuracy above all else here. So, which is one reason why we're getting removable parts to clean up silhouettes and all that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, I do think back to, like, animated RC and even the Titan Master RC and go, those are actually really solid RC toys that didn't have to do this because yeah. they moved bulk around and no one was offended by it. Yeah, even Titan Master RC, who, yes, that's Blur redone as RC, and that's that's a deep cut, yeah. Uh, guess what that toy does? Moves a bunch of the bulk onto her legs. Guess what? Looks like RC. Uh, yeah, Cyberverse RC, yes, has a backpack, but also bulks up the legs a bit, so there is some mass existing on the robot mode. Mm-hmm. Looks completely fine, and and also, yes, I get the, like, I agree. Yeah, this thing's going for cartoon accuracy. To at which point I go like, I agree, I completely agree. Uh, I'm glad they did a cartoon accurate double dealer. I was certainly waiting for that. Uh, I'm really glad that he matches the animation perfectly. Um, I'm really glad they did cartoon accurate barricade. Uh, you know, I've been waiting for that since 1984. Sorry, 85. I forgot he's a season two character. <laughs> like, I get it, but also, there are a ton of figures in this line that, like, have nothing to do with G1 animation. And yes, RC is completely, like, you can't just sort of sneak an RC in the way you could, like, sneak a crosshairs in. But uh, I feel like all these other ideas would have led to a more satisfying piece for me. And folks who really want, I want a g one RC ever. It's like, cool, they got a masterpiece coming. Also, the Mastermind Creations one, Ocular Max one exists and is still the best RC, not only ever made, but probably the best one for the G1 animation model that will be ever made. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I feel like she needs enough spotlight to go through the same shift that Bumblebee went through. Where yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, you can make Bumblebee. Yeah. You can make it like a normal size, bulked up character out of them. 
And no one really bats an eye because, well, that's just how they're expected to look now. Yeah. It's just, hey, you know what? Now that I'm, I'm also, I'm fine with this toy. If after this toy is, you know, come and gone, we're like, all right, we're done trying to make that stupid design work. We're, we're just going to make RC a better design now. Yeah. It's <laughs> like so you got the, if you want an all together one, you got the generation, go get the generations version. If you want cartoon accurate, you go get this one. We're done. Yeah. Guess what? Now that, that hoverboard, that bulk now exists on her legs like a normal transformer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> We did it. Our, also, friggin' ah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not gonna go off on the other tangent I was thinking of. But uh, yeah, that that RC happened. But you know, you know what? She's better looking than Voyager Megatron, who is Siege Megatron. So Earthrise Optimus, yes, shares a lot of parts with Earthrise or with Siege Optimus. But like the entire upper body is is different in its function to the point where it still feels like a fresh toy. Everything I'm seeing at a glance of this Megatron is he has a nice-looking paint job, if that isn't just the fact that he might be a hand-painted prototype. Yeah. Because uh, I saw a lot of people saying, well, at least the paint's nice. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean production. This is me with my hand crammed over my mouth, my fingers down my throat. Doesn't mean production colors, though, so we can't really know. Because oh, otherwise, he looks like Siege Megatron with, like, new torso parts and new leg parts. And a worse turret piece? Because, like, the sword... Yeah, that's, I, I'm sitting here digging through the stuff beside my desk trying to find one of those Megatrons. The thing the, that the replaced side by side the sword, myself. that thing that isn't it's, his fusion cannon... Is objectively worse. I don't, yeah. I don't know how there's... Is worse than RC's hoverboard. Because at least RC's <laughs> hoverboard, I guess, looks like a... I don't know. That turret thing is awful, man. <laughs> <laughs> Easily I mean, it, replaced. It, it's, a, it's a blade with a turret and a, a just a block hanging off of it. It's, it's like the yeah, part where it's the, supposed to still be a sword is the part where everything just went wrong. It's like you know, if you just stuck that turret to his arm like a gun, like I could turn it around, I guess. But holy crap, my man! I mean, <laughs> how hard is it? Like how hard is this? Okay, take the blade off. Panel folds down. Stick it to a fusion cannon if you want a double fusion cannon. Done. Like, man, it's just, yeah, his, I guess, I mean, there is more remold in there. Yeah, the, the front of the tank. I, I have the combat hero one. The, the front of the tank is different. Yeah. All the tread stuff is different, so it looks like it's one line of tracks rather than, uh, the uh, being broken up, yeah, like the way that the Cyberverse one is. New legs, new backpack, new chest. Yeah, and that's and that's great. It's just it's like all that, but then like on the same transformation, and that for some reason that's like just making him markedly less impressive to me than the Optimus. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. unless the tra- again, I'm making a big assumption here. It looks to me like the transformation's the same. If I'm wrong, let me tell you how happy I am if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh. Because, yeah, it, it, dude's not inspiring me very much. Uh, and, and you know what, though? Like, that turret thing, right? Some, someone will make a better-looking piece to stick on the front of the tank. So yeah, yeah. that'll be replaceable. I'm almost able to guarantee you. Like, that'll be replaceable. Uh, it's just kind of like, oh, boy. Like, you're you're doing the same thing the Earthrise Optimus is doing. 
but somehow coming off way worse to me. Uh, yeah. It might it might be my, my focus on transformation, much like with RC. That could be why these two are not hitting it for me very much. Uh and why they are completely fine maybe for other folks. Uh, well, I know RC is actually really exciting a lot of folks, so, you know, and I don't want to diminish that. That's completely valid. It's just I'm so disappointed with that hoverboard thing. Uh do you guys have any other thoughts on that Megatron? Like it I feel like none of us are really clamoring, especially until we see what he looks like in production. He feels like the most obligatory of Megatrons ever. Yes. Like yeah. we made an Optimus, so we have to make a Megatron. I'll just Pull out the last one. Remember when, like, there was that hot minute when people knew about the listing and were like, oh, maybe he's a jet. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't you podcast fools. during that when we could have been all excited because that <laughs> would have been a bummer about two days later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the story of Megatron here, like, you know what? Here's the thing. We're done with the lows. All right. We're going to. Well, OK, no, we're not. Uh, we're done with the lows that just bum me out. Now we can get into the lows that I think are fun. The Alicon. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's got to be a story behind the Alicon. The, the robot mode, I, I will say, perfect. Uh, I love the robot mode. The uh, beast mode, the head sculpt, oh, it's perfect. What happened, though? <laughs> it's like they forgot the lower half has to transform, too. So here's what really bugged me out is we got the Takara Tomy Mall uh, announcement, which is that the Quintesson faction is Takara Tomy Mall exclusive, so like rip fans over in Japan, I guess. Sorry. Uh, they had, so there is a thing on the bottom. I don't know what it all says, but I do like in, in Katakana, it's, it says literally coloring. It might be saying colors are not final or something. I don't know. Uh, but like they got the arms t- no they didn't i thought they had the arms tabbed in maybe it's just on the group shot with the judge uh i thought th- like this alicon beast mode can work if the knees can bend forward so you can just sort of cheat into being you know an alligator like crouch down and more bestial yeah because uh, especially the fact like the fact that takara tomi mall's photographs of a group of them is in that mode is where i'm like Okay, it is tabbed in in that mode. So it's the, the group photo uh, where there, there's two on either side of the judge. Uh, they mm-hmm. tab the arms in, so like that part works. But why are they all standing like that? I really like because they're staying at attention because the judge is is judging. But why in that mode? I have be uh, shut up because <laughs> that's the part where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whenever, and they're all holding a spear, like what. <laughs> Gather around, time for nom noms. <laughs> What's happening? Because uh, the Alicon, yeah, like, I, I still really want some because I love Alicons. Uh, it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> lining up, just lining up for the weekly toothbrushing. Just the beast mode. I'm like, there's got to be a story behind this. Like, you can't just. We have to find out next Toy Fair. Someone, once the toys come and gone, someone has to ask them. Just like, hey, so what uh, happened with the Alicon? What, uh, what was up with that beast mode? I mean, <laughs> just make just make the legs collapse like all the other toys in this line do. Like, I, I think there's a lot of torso transformation going on. But also, what happened? <laughs> 
I, like I, even then, like even then, you can like <laughs> it just takes swivels. Most are in the transformation to just like move that junk around to digigrade the legs and hunch them down farther. The thing that's kind yeah. of killing like, me is I think the legs can't digitigrade because of the kneecap spike. Oh god! And I'm like, but <laughs> but still, like you should like turn around at the waist. Turn around, like, just, like, put a swivel below the knee or something, and that's all it would have taken. I don't think the feet can swivel because of the ankle tilt. Stop ruining this! <laughs> like, what, but, but, you guys, I'm, you... <laughs> I'm desperately trying to figure out how this could work still. Like, like, let me reiterate, I hope it's clear, I still am really into this toy, almost even more because of how much of a catastrophe the lower body of the beast mode is. And the robot mode is so spot on, but like, what the hell is going on? Aaron, you know, engineering. What happens? Uh, man. <laughs> Generally, when one of those things happens as an engineer, I like to blame either purchasing. <laughs> um, because they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Um, or Or accountants in general, just because... Somebody comes in and says, you got to make this for 8% less per unit cost. And you say, no, it was designed this way for a reason. And they say, ah, the budget, and we're the ones that have to pay for it. And then you go and stomp off and you you hate yourself. I thought I was parsing this (laughs) as like, yeah, for some reason, the the hardworking decades-long designers and engineers at Hasbro Takara Tomy, they handed off... 30% 30% of the project to accounting. I guess they just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> accounting don't, don't know what an alicon is. They're like, oh, I guess he's done. Like, he's just... Yeah. Now, I mean, you could save so much money by just not doing anything with their legs. And like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll drop it one more time. Once the toy's out, maybe there's something going on in there that all the photographers and literally everyone at Toy Fair running the booth missed. But also, like, good lord. <laughs> Uh, are you guys, Aaron, are you into this Alicon despite this very distracting aspect of him? Man, for, for, for a thing that ends up, that's, that's going to end up in, in the main line, and what, what am I saying? They're probably already actually produced and just slowly making their way over, uh, as, as this stuff is. I, I'm hoping that there's like a whole lot of something else going on. With yeah. with that torso, like it's, it's really because otherwise it looks like you just fold the the beast mode head down and like twist the bottoms of the feet around. I think the backpack does some double hinged inversion stuff. Yeah, like in, inside the torso. So I think the torso is going to do some stuff. Yeah, but it's also doing all the stuff. Yeah, like I don't know if like does that head? Did we get any? pictures of the back of one of them is that head the takaratomi showed the back yeah so we're the weapon storage in the robot mode uh and the back is just a giant alligator tail yeah okay oh yeah yeah so yeah so it does it does some work but also you can see in the again in the group shot the group shot is the most damning one You, you see the robot mode fists just chilling out yeah, on the backwards robot mode elbow. Yeah, like what the the hell? <laughs> yeah, I 
Again, this goes to to my idea that I wonder how much of it's not this toy has to meet price point X. It's these four toys have to meet price point four X. Yeah, like it, and, it's spread across other other toys, and and, and yeah. sometimes some of these just have to just have to go. I just don't. I don't know. It's just so much good work done on this toy while also being a, a minor catastrophe. It, it's it's so fascinating to me. Uh, the only bummer is like I you know the the announce when the the leak comes out saying deluxe Alicon, I'm like I'll buy four, uh, and then I see it, I'm like well I'll buy one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like I feel like it's a real condemnation of an Alicon toy when I'm like I'll buy one, <laughs> given how many gnaws I have. Uh, TJ, well, how are you feeling about the Alicon? Torn. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Uh, it's like, that is a cool design that's waited a long time to get a toy. And all the sculpting parts are spot on. Yeah, like, (laughs) the sculpt and the paint on this is so good, and he looks like such a perfect counterpoint to your standard Sharktacon. I'd love to have, like, just groups of, like, Gnaws and Alicons just kind of hoarding around the new Quintesson. And this is not how to do it. No. Uh, uh, it's a bummer. Cause it's it, like, like, it's literally like the designer watched the Transformer movie, saw how they transformed and go, oh, they didn't get any shorter. So their legs must not do anything. What's, what's kind of killing, I mean, not just me, but I'll just say me, is uh, Corbot V released that excellent Legends scaled Alicon. And its transformation isn't all that complicated, and it solves the problem. <laughs> no. It, it's, like, not a complicated toy, and it solves the problem. That's no. the part that really kills me. Oh. And then this is a deluxe, which mm-hmm. looks more complicated than, oh, man. <laughs> and actually, designers who are probably paid a lot more to do it. And have decades more experience. Not to say that, like, designer of the Alicon has a lot of experience. Everyone who worked on the Alicon has experience and made a good Alicon, the the Corbot V Alicon. That's also, yeah, like, the, when I look at this, I'm just kind of like, who worked on this? Uh, and I hope no one says, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to know. It'll just oh, bump no, me out. no, no, why does my brain do this? Why does my brain do this? Oh, sh- mm. What's up? Uh, go take a look at the Takara Tomi photos again. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, take a that, that straight-on front shot of him. Yeah. Look in the middle of his legs, in the middle of that green, in the purple section. What does that look like to you? Uh... I don't know what I'm looking for. Like, it, that that's the part, back part of the tail. No, no, no. You see? That little, that little circle? Oh god. Okay. Look at the leg on the right where the damage peg is. Yeah. That that line just below it. Now look at the pinholes beside it. Oh. Oh no. That ankle cranks forward. Why did they not That's do a it hinge. in any of the photos? This looks so bad when they don't do that in the photos. Hey, I have newfound hope for this toy. 
Yeah, that looks like that leg could crunch down now. Even if just the foot tilts forward and you pull the leg back, so it, you know, it kind of yeah. BSs it like the robot arms, at least the thing hunches over and vaguely resembles what it was supposed to look like. Okay, newfound hope, but also fire these photographers! <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Like, I get heated about this sometimes, but I'm like, I get it. Sometimes it's just folks who are having a long day. But if someone was paid to take photos like this, like, speaking of someone who works in media, that makes me get salty. Uh, <laughs> okay, we solved Again, the Again, this is why you have a designer take photos as, as, as the evening work or something. Because, I mean, maybe that's just a forward foot tilt. Who know, But no, I mean, this, hmm. I can't wait until... The toy comes out, and people who care take photos and figure out how it works. Uh, you know what? He has wrist swivels in robot mode. Boy, that is also really cool. Uh, anyway, the Alicon, let's leave it th there until it comes out and figure out how the stupid thing works. Uh, let's uh, talk about that Quintesson, the Judge. Uh, I believe that's a Voyager price point. Um... Yes, uh, and it, it's the five faces of darkness. The mouth articulates, which I think is really cool. Uh, and it, it, it transforms, which, like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Who, I, who'd have thought it? Yeah, so you get a little capture thing that goes up inside of it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, that's I like... where that, that jail cell thing comes from? Yeah, and his chair turns into the little platform there that, that Earthrise ramp connects. Uh, yeah. on and uh, and you know what like, like it's all it's not spring loaded like you can see it's just all double hinges but it's kind of like he just plunger transforms which is sort of cool mm -hmm. uh and i think those mouths are spring loaded or is that just if i can't tell it might just be a pin but like this that's hey the sculpting on this again is perfect like that's ace sculpting getting the face of death right i think is kind of difficult and i think they got it especially with the mouth open uh Kind of feel like that's the most important one to get right. Yeah, that's that's the one yeah. everyone remembers the most clearly. Uh, that that's the one that separated off and was a character briefly. Uh, I actually wonder if you can pop that head off. Oh yeah, just dragging the head around. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm hyped for the Quintesson Judge. Uh, barring like some weird, if there's like a weird materials problem with the tentacles, that would be a bummer. But otherwise, like, uh, given that it's a Quintesson, like I'm, I think they got it. They got they got everything the Quintesson has to do. The transformation and the little chair is all moot. Like that's fine, but yeah, I'm I'm into this even though you know, the alt mode is uh someone knew what the alt mode was and I forgot what it, it's a it's a it's a reference. The alt mode is a reference. But I forgot what it is. Uh Aaron, how you feeling about this thing? You down for a a Quintesson? You down for this guy? I I have no idea. Ultimately, like, like the the movie's an important thing, and and my Transformers history, and these are a big part of that. But, ugh. Uh, there is one thing about this toy that is going to be the hard pill to swallow, which is it is a Voyager and will cost as much as a Voyager does. Yeah, that's that's I think the biggest that yeah roadblock. I think that's going to be the thing because this that had put it at like forty. <sighs> Uh, 40 Canadian. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like I, this is one where I love it, 
but I really want to find this at least at EV where I can get like yeah. the the discount. This this uh, is one that I unfortunately feel like is going to I think like like Alpha Q did back in the what, day. Me? Of, you, you know what I said. Oh boy. Will just like sit on a shelf forever because it's God. not a I can a transformer. The Alpha Q I bought was during Cybertron, and it was stuffed in the back behind all the Voyager and later boxes, and it looked like people had been playing soccer with it. I felt awful for for that Alpha Quintesson. Also, let's let's be real. Alpha Q does not look like a Quintesson to the average layman. No, he doesn't but, look like an Alpha. He doesn't look like a Quintesson to an expert. But I'm saying like. Transformers look like robots and and cars or planes or something. This looks like something super weird. It does, that, but but you know they're gonna package it with the face of death, front forward facing. Uh, okay, still, it's gonna hit all the nostalgia Joes who are like, "Wait, that's the innocent thing." Like, I yeah. think I think there's uh, not a hundred percent. I think there's a chance though that this thing manages to cross the gap. I, I no. Also, uh, the face of death probably doesn't come off because in the alt mode shot on the Takaratomi ones, you can actually see like the fold up panel that the faces are on is pinned in, and the faces are screwed onto that panel. So, and then their mouth is pinned to that panel. It's actually probably a ton of work to get that. Unless the the the, the death one works differently, uh, I don't think it comes off. I mean, you could just cut it off. But. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm really curious to see if the shelf warms or not because I think it's a it's a real it's a real coin toss. It depends whether I my theory that the face of death nostalgia is going to hit people hard enough. Uh, we'll find out, uh, listeners. You can play some bets if you'd like. Um, TJ, you uh, you down for some uh, some proper and completely wholesome justice? Three minimum. I feel okay about troop building this one over the Alicon. Yes, yes, because it. I I grew up replaying over and over the tape of Five Faces of Darkness that just had all the episodes back to back. I love the Quintessons. Mm. I love the concept. I love how creepy the idea of like depending on what mood it's in, that's the face you see, and if it's the face of death. Bye. Yeah. Like, I love the idea. I love the look of all the different faces. And, like, this is extremely huge for my nostalgia. Like, this hits me in so many nice ways. Even if, like, I'm still, I'm even into the ridiculous tower mode. I also have a feeling that this thing is going to, in person, look enormous. Because, like... I was getting that feeling when you look at like it doesn't look enormous enormous here but like it's going to be a massive bulbous thing with five fairly large face sculpts attached to it in a Voyager box. Yeah. Like I feel I like mean, it's going to end up looking kind of big. And I'm, yeah, I'm into like, that. I wish I wish I could I wish I saw it next to something where I knew the size so I got the scale of it a little bit better. Like I'm sure someone could math it out using enough photos but to me it's just it's not quite the same. Well, <laughs> Once I mean you get that far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But still, like 
I love this thing so much. Also, I just noticed in the Sakaratomi photos that those little peg, like those little peglets on the tentacles, I was pretty sure were going to be for whatever. But that lets him hold the little pistol thing that's on the the, the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Because <laughs> there's literally one second of footage where he was holding that to repair Autobots. Yeah, in uh, Return of Optimus Prime, masterpiece, Quinnison. <laughs> Uh, also, it's really fun seeing Quintesson spelled out in Katakana. Uh, also, I just realized that in Katakana, Earthrise could be parsed as Assrise. Uh, so that makes me chuckle because I'm an adult. Um, yeah, Quintesson, given how we kind of knew about it, how you could see it on all the packaging art, I was ready to go like, yeah, cool, Quintesson. But like, it's just very specifically, he's hitting a lot of notes I like. And I should say, when I say I'm, I'm down to troop build the Quintesson, that's when he's on sale. Like, I, I already kind of want to try uh, yeah. to find one on sale um, for yeah. the first one. It's like, mm-hmm. in my head, it's like, they're a set of four. I'll have to have four. Not right away. Eventually. That's where I hope Aaron's right, so I can just go to like a winner's and cash them for like 15 bucks each. Yeah. Once I have my one that I purchased properly to support the line, <laughs> reward me, Hasbro Corporation. <laughs> They'll never reward me. Uh, oh, I just saw there's a Takarotomi photo where they they stuffed Smashdown into the cage in the the in the alt mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! Smashdown isn't on my desk. Uh, about that big. Duh, duh, that's big. Okay, I'm into that. Uh, it is the bulbousness. Um, I think does it. I mean, you do have to remember it's completely hollow inside for this little gimmick. Yes, and <laughs> and like there's really not much to it. Essentially, it's what five panels plus the five panels for the faces, and then the dome. Yeah, although I like, I like that the little energy peg that he stands on has a place to store in the alt mode. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's yeah. That's I like cute. that they've accounted for everything here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm into the Quintesson. Uh, it makes it, it, that puts me in a happy place. Uh, as does Snapdragon. Uh, granted, this is partly because uh, Snapdragon, uh, like Apeface, I got a good one, and so I'm like, well, if Snapdragon ends up being like Apeface, I'm down for it. Weirdly, I find I don't have a lot to say about Snapdragon because I feel like he just seems to do the modes right yeah like <laughs> it sure is snapdragon yeah and that's not a dig that's a compliment because he should look like snapdragon yeah. I, I think i think his kaiju mode does look a bit more fun than ape faces ape mode uh and the jet mode does look better than ape faces jet mode by virtue of the source material mm-hmm. um where it isn't a box uh i also I, oddly like the fact that like the canopy splits in two I was about to say, that's a really mm-hmm. cool, like, weird thing to add in, but uh, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, well, it's kind of the necessity of the new design, but what it does is remove that massive backpack that the original G1 toy had. Oh, I didn't even catch that part. I, I hadn't I hadn't seen any, any major... T- oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I yeah, see like the, yeah. the cockpit goes to the sides of the legs. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, I see now. Yeah, that looks that looks fun. I, I oh, I can see the kaiju arms folded up there under the armpits. Yeah, I, I think Snapdragon's gonna gonna be a, a grab for me unless like there's some kind of really awful plastic thing. Then I'll just wait for the proper Canadian release. <laughs> Where apparently we got. I just got a little thing here. I got Spinister, and yeah, the Spinister V lock uh, for the propellers works like fine on the Canadian. Yeah, ones. 
after like i said after i really like worked at it i could get it to sit there and lock i mean but it was something bind. in in my first round that just never caught i mean mine seemed to work fine i i think it was like some of them would work but then for whatever reason like in canada we just we got ones that just work well there's also there's also a weirdness to it where it only works if you turn it in a certain direction yeah so i'm wondering how many people just didn't realize oh i'm putting it the wrong way yeah and, and like I, I glanced at them there's nothing in the instructions that seems to make it clear how that works mm-hmm. it's just kind of like no you fold them up like then then it's fine what do you want from me like i always feel like that's what the instructions are saying to me uh your instructions that's always what you the guys, instructions say anymore yeah it's like, like I, I don't know you figure it out go find the video what else no, do we, you want? we haven't made a video, but go find a video. Go find a video, you worm! What else do you want from me, jerk? Think a toy's supposed to... Do... Go go get educated! That's what they yelled at me whenever I try to mm-hmm. uh, mess with them. But uh, yeah, Snapdragon is like... He's just hitting it. The kaiju mode's also articulated. Like, hooray. Much like Ape Face, I'm, I'm glad to have articulated versions of those modes. I love having Ape Face's ape mode just kind of dancing. Like, he just looks hilarious. Uh, oh yeah, uh, any other thoughts on Snapdragon? I need this so badly. <laughs> like, mm. this is one of my favorites from G1, and yeah, he seemed to get the same treatment that Apeface did, which is, let's just take the original toy and just make it better. Yeah. I mean, he, it looks like it accomplished that. He looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm curious about is if there's some kind of, like, at least, even if it's not a function on the toy, if there's some intention that, like, one of his three modes is supposed to be the quote-unquote Merc mode, uh, I'm wondering if that's gonna be represented anywhere on the final, uh, Maybe version. it's, like, the Kaijus, the, the Decepticon mode, and the, the, um, Jets, the Autobot mode or something? Oh, no, I'm thinking, oh, like... Nothing like, like that, but... Yeah, I'm thinking just a factionless quote-unquote mode, i.e. whatever mode you can't see a Decepticon emblem. Yeah, I like the idea of the the kaiju mode being the mercenary. Yeah, because if you if yeah. you want to deal if you want to do dealings to eliminate somebody, you deal with the big metal dragon. Yeah, like he, he's he's a, a businessman in jet mode. He's a Decepticon soldier in robot mode, and he's a pay me and all wreck stuff. <sighs> Man, I don't. Unfortunately, it looks like that tiny decepticon emblem is actually visible oh yeah i see it oh in yeah all his modes wow yeah. whole toy is ruined canceling my pre-order right now I'm... <laughs> uh also there's there's another deluxe i know i saw a picture of him but i can't find it anymore uh airwave the the next base former there was a photo yeah. of that toy here okay he's in the scorpionock display right He's, there are two of them in the Scorpionock display. But is there a shot of the robot mode anywhere? I thought yes, I there it. is. Hey? Yeah, there is. Yeah, I know oh, that. Oh, he's, he's chilling out next to Scorpionock in robot mode as well. I see him. There's a couple of them. There's two in base mode and two in robot mode. They're fighting Skylinks. Mm-hmm. I, anyway, I feel like Airwave kind of... Someone forgot about him, I feel like. because Did we get a render of him? I feel like I saw a render of him. I know that we did, because he turns into, like, a peer. Check the podcast, Lassish. All right, all right, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, that was the early one. 
Right, 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 right. It's weird. I, I for some reason I almost missed that he exists. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, here's one of the other micromasters I saw. I was yeah, these are the ones I was thinking of. Because yeah, I, there was the other man with plank, but he has two heads, and thus he's vaguely interesting. Yeah, this is where smokescreen was hidden too. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, I get it. Multiple outlets. It's it's a you know longer prestige of all the reveals, but also it's pretty easy to just start missing things. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, because uh, this has the the two headed man with the plank on his back. Yeah. Because it's a four-way connector. Oh, boy. <laughs> Clever. Or something. Oh, boy. You know what else makes him interesting? Parts of the plank are on his arms. Basically, what I'm saying is, his sound barrier is scum. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, did you get did you get the name? On sound barrier? No, on the new one. Oh, uh, I saw it and then I forgot it. Double crosser. It's- yeah, I remember. Double yeah. crosser, not double cross. Yeah. That's double- a different guy. This yeah. one is more double cross. Or er. double crosser. Uh, since we're here, did you guys have any thoughts on those other micromasters, the hot rod dudes and then the, the shuttle? Uh, I dig that this space shuttle along with Skylings has the uh, that like 80s NASA logo on it. That worm logo. Oh, I didn't know that they yeah. got the NASA logo on this one, too. Yeah, I see it there. Yeah, they were talking that up. I, I remember they were really into how much NASA worked with them on Skylinks, but I I missed it on uh, on the shuttle ones. I don't remember their name. They and, all look the same to me. And yet another alternate method for uh, Ironworks to all go together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I need to mess with Ironworks. Uh, I, I'm limiting myself right now to how much Earthrise I pick up right away, but like... His head sculpt is lit, and the the alt mode play pattern seems really fun. That's why the biggest I'm... thing that's surprising to me with that uh, we'll talk about him probably next time we get together. But the fact that his chest is also like an excavator scoop and it's just there. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. Holy crap! Yeah. Do you do you, like? Th- okay, this may be. Yeah, we'll actually talk about him here for. Go grab him and like it has articulation in there that doesn't get called out. Uh-huh. Oh man! Yeah, it, they just threw in. Here's a scoop. Just figure out something to do with it. That's fun. I like. I don't. Like, I don't have one, so I, I'm taking oh. your word for it. Wow. Oh. <laughs> somewhere I, on my Twitter, somewhere on my Twitter, there's a photo I I took of like I did. I posted in my review where I just made like a hover excavator. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was your reviews. I've been like queuing them up, and I'm like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna check these out. I'm gonna check out this instruction thing for Lyle Convoy, and then my whole day disappeared. Um, but I'm going to check them out later on because you know why you should check out your friends, YouTube videos, give them yeah. some traffic. Yeah. Uh, but airwave is the micromaster base. I remember getting before any of the other ones. And I have a ton of memories of that micromaster base. Uh, oddly enough, Ironworks was the, I believe the second one I got. <laughs> so they're hitting my micromaster base nostalgia, which is great because I think these also look like really cool toys. These are all brand new robot modes. I love the the head sculpt on this guy as well. And I, I'm kind of amused by that given how much I like to trash talk the modern micromasters themselves. Uh, their bases are excellent. It's a shame that all these little nothings seem to populate around them. Um, is it mean to call a micromaster a little nothing? Maybe. But... Uh, they all look the same to me. 
Uh, how are you guys feeling about Airwave? I'm I'm excited about his alt mode existing uh, more than anything else, but I, I also kind of like that robot mode. The robot mode's fun. Like, because it, because that wide box chest and skinny waist, he kind of looks like Metroplex's son. Yeah. But he's, he's in his rebellious phase, so he's a Decepticon. He went to join the Decepticons and just start yeah. attracting Micromasters. <laughs> it's a strangely bright color scheme for a Decepticon, which I'm actually into. Yeah, I feel like the, the, the one on the show floor, like in the diorama... Is a little. I think it's, it might be the CAD model effect again, because like the one on the show floor looks like color palette perfect to me, and it's a little bit of a darker gray, like just slightly than the CAD models sort of imply. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also kind of hoping that that is the color scheme because I think it's it's hitting it just right. The CAD model is a little overexposed. Like detail wise, he looks a little bit more simple than Ironworks since. You know, it's either line up all the panels or line them up in two rows. But I had so much fun messing around with Ironworks and seeing what I could build. I, I'm perfectly okay with this. Just I kind of want to see what I can make. Well, also the the leg transformation on this guy seems really cool. Like in that the treads are the thighs, and then everything just sort of folds up to form a lower leg, uh-huh. like on those ramps. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's neato. Uh. Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, about this guy who I almost called Ironworks just now? That's not his name. He's Airwave. Airwave. Um, I after getting Ironworks, I enjoyed him, but not nearly as much as uh, the like the Siege take apart and do stuff with guys. Mm. I'm I'm still not sure where I fall into the all the ramps um, play pattern. Do you think there's a hidden thing on Airwave, like on on Ironworks? Maybe. I mean, and then that's the other thing. Like, I wonder if there's maybe potentially hidden across, like, all three or four of these guys that there's something else. Yeah. Like, hidden with, like, you know, that has an excavator. Another one is going to have a significant chunk of some, like, bulldozer blade hidden inside of something that turns around and when you have all three of them you can build a like a a backhoe or something yeah they're 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 called the modulators okay because they're modular bases sure uh uh-huh. that's actually how i reacted to it's kind of like okay i guess that's the name we're using uh <laughs> i mean I'm if gonna... they're forward thinking enough that they could just like Plan all these extra bits, and when you're done, you can build like whatever that monstrosity Cybertron Metroplex turned into was. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say modulator is really a perfect example of a Transformers word that I'll just never remember until it's a TCG mechanic. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you took a word and put or on the end. That's great. <laughs> it's a verb or. Uh. It's a cyberverse thing. We have to use the same gimmick and rename it every year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that reminds me. That I, another deluxe. I I forgot. I guess because he's so much tied to Scorponok, but um, Scorponok's little buddy. Guess what? His name's not very memorable to me. Fast track. Fast track. Uh, I was gonna, about to say Scorpulator, and I know that's not his name. That's Scorpulator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but fast track. Uh, Getting to see him in the physical. He turns into a trident. 
uh, as well as the two fast track modes. The Trident part's the thing I'm really, really interested by. Uh, but he's going to be a weird toy to buy on his own, I think. Like, more so than Cog mm-hmm. uh, or Six Gun. Like, he somehow, because those ones, the weaponizer play pattern feels like they just they got stuff to do still. He just looks so much like an accessory. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of wonder if he might be an easy one to just stumble upon on a shelf. You know, um, not to say there's no Scorponok fandom, because there is a Scorponok fandom. I'm just saying maybe there's not a fast track fandom. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. stepping on him. Uh, Aaron, you feeling. No, fighting words. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, uh, TJ, <laughs> uh, chief of the fast track fandom fan club. Uh, TJ, how how you feeling about fast track? Still waiting for member number two. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. I have a weird nostalgia just because of my history with Scorponok and that this is the only element of Scorponok I could actually play with as a kid. Mm. So there is a little bit of attachment there. So like the um, only one you were allowed to play with, or is there some other? I I, well, I thought I told the story before where like the kid would wouldn't let me play with the trans the Scorponok or Metroplex or any of his city formers. He'd take them out, show them to me, show me what they did, then back in the box, back under his bed. Okay. And I never got to touch them, even though I you know I wanted to play with them so bad. He'd usually hand me like the accessory figure, just here, just goof around with that, and I'll show you what everything does. Oh man, I I vaguely remember this now. Like yeah. it's been it's been a bit since we dropped the story, but the the under the bed in here play with this part I'm recalling. Yeah. Uh, so hey, guess what? Here, have a fast track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want yeah. Scorponok? No, he's in another box. He's different. He's somewhere else. Yeah. He's in- <laughs> I mean, but for me, for like for me, like I do want that complete Scorponok package. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to like. Oh well, it would have been. Like, you know, well, we could make it 180 bucks and make you get the whole thing or i know some people just want the big robot so 160 and then this if you want it mm-hmm. which i th- i think is not a bad way of approaching it i'm i'm happy with him he looks like a nice upgrade to the original design uh he's he's a uh, he's another uh weaponizer so yeah i'm going to wait and see what exactly he can do since we didn't really see him uh showing off any of his uh potential I was gonna say we never really floor. got like I don't think I saw any shots of a trident mode on him. No, we didn't. Mm. Like that. That makes me curious if like Takar Tomi Mall might actually do like that black Zarak at that size. I mean, that's why a guy with, related to a Scorponok would turn into a trident. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's like, literally, and also new Scorponok now has a head that could be easily retooled into a black Zerak as opposed to old Scorponok. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got a feeling. Strangely enough, like, there is something in me that's like, if Generation Selects takes that this guy and just starts making Pretenders robots out of him, because he looks like like half of the Pretender robots, <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would work. Yeah, just new head sculpts yeah. on them? Like, let's do it. Uh-huh. Actually, actually, I'd, I'd be down for that. See, see, damn, the fast track fan club is converting you. You know, I mean, secret. I'm a secret member of the fast track fan club because fast tracks orange guns were for a long time the last bits I needed for Scorponok. Uh, so I have this odd history myself with fast track. 
but it's an aggressive one. It's one of it's one of antagonism. Uh, but yeah, I, I would like to see the trident mode. I'm curious if he just busts apart and sticks back together like a weaponizer, or if he actually transforms into a trident like physically. Like either way, it's fine. But I want to know what it does. Um, and uh, let's 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 keep skirting around. Actually, no, let's go straight to it. Scorpionok. Titan figure, uh, I think it looks like the best Titan they have made yet. Uh, has all the improvements of Trypticon, uh, and Omega Supreme has a, a even cleaner looking transformation and, and body because he doesn't have to split to pieces or be a dinosaur. Uh, right. I think that the proportions are perfect. Uh, even though, absolutely. Scorponok's the kind of guy where he probably would look even more menacing with a tinier head that makes his body look bigger, but doing that very human proportion size head, uh, something about that is super working for me. Um, the base mode's whatever. It looks like, you know, Scorpionok's base mode has to have the central ramp slope, and then uh, everything else is kind of moot. Um, and they, they hit it all. Uh, but the robot mode, so good. That's so good. Um, I still haven't picked up Omega Supreme. I'm actually getting worried I might have just missed the boat on him. Uh, Scorpionok right now is one where I'm like, I don't want to miss the boat on him. I'm into this. Uh, TJ, since we already did the Fast Track talk, how are you feeling about Scorpionok, the accessory for oh. Fast Track? Oh. My God. Scorpionok is the one I've been wanting ever since they announced this size class. Mm-hmm. And I am so happy with how he came out. Like the city mode look, you know, I should say the base mode mm-hmm. looks, you know, looks like a nice version of his base mode. Got everything I wanted to have. He's loaded with paint. Like everything, like he's got so much paint detail going on. Uh, and yeah, I agree with the head. Like I'm super happy they went with that design and just to make him look more balanced. Cause what's, what it's doing is give me vibes of the, uh, the Marvel comics, Scorpionok. I was gonna say that. Where, yeah, <laughs> where, yeah. Where he does look normal. Like this was this is the one that was slugging it out with Shockwave and you know, actually getting to be a character, unlike the the cameo he had in the cartoon. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, <laughs> with that really like, weird voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm super excited for this. This is everything I wanted him to be. Yeah, and yeah, like like doing a deluxe size Zarak headmaster with a little Zarak headmaster, like the deluxe size yeah. one, yeah. with the, uh-huh. with the Scorpionok antennae as like melee weapons on his arms. Mm-hmm. This is friggin' like, cool. He gets to like properly be the Fort Max uh, counterpart now instead of being half the size. Yeah, with that that deranged gigantic helmet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No. What I love on this is, even to the scorpion mode, he has, like, an actual monster head now. Yeah. You know, there's eyes and just, like, ah, he looks super creepy and doesn't just look like a head pointing up. Yeah, you're not, like, having to figure out how it most looks like a head while it's an empty Mm -hmm. helmet. Like, oh, if I put the visor over here, it kind of looks like... Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and also I got I got to highlight what uh, what uh, Rick over on Twitter uh, highlighted that I retweeted a you know that that weekend the the scorpion legs on the robot mode fold up so clean, mm-hmm. like they they could I, I agree with him they could have just been spindly hanging all over off his back and probably no one would have said anything about it but they 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 pack up so nice uh, yeah I really like that aspect of it. 
Um, also, like, I love how he's just picked up RC and she just doesn't care. She's like, all right, well, I'm shooting you now, I guess. Uh, that's, that's also cool. Um, Aaron, uh, are you feeling the Scorponok? Is he, uh, is he hitting your vibes? I, I was sitting there ready to say, man, I think his city base mode ramp thing looks super dumb. And then I had to go back and refresh myself as to like how oddly weird and steep that ramp mode was in his G1 mm-hmm. form. And I'm like, no, they just met that contour dead on. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, mm-hmm. that was supposed to work with a, sp- like a spring lift thing to make fast track roll down it. Yeah. But yeah. Cause I never, I don't think I ever had Scorpionock or had it around to be played with. Mm. Cause like, I like how his, the G1 one had like the other leggy gimmicks that were like, ah, we have all this blank space. What do we do? That, uh, Maybe maybe that's the thing to be outraged against that they don't necessarily have that other than just it's a place that things can drive over now. It doesn't have know. a giant tumbler and rumbly legs. Yeah, <laughs> weird arms that come out of the middle of one of them or something. But oh, those were separate pieces. Uh, yeah, that, like G one Scorponok, boy howdy, a gajillion separate pieces to lose. Yeah, yeah. That was but, like three years of, of, of conventions for me, was tracking down Scorponok yeah. parts. Yeah, I've still got all of those little bits for the base mode to find at some point. Yeah, like the antennae as well, like all the little pegging parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah this, this thing is also like the way that the, the thing that was a shield seems to kind of like, some of it seems to just transform out of the chest chunk. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on here that I, I'm really into. Uh, so, hey, congrats. You hit it. Scorponok, I think... I think Scorponok is actually one of the harder titans to achieve as well, like, between the three modes. Because it's so easy to make the Scorpion mode just garbage and kind of get yeah. away with it. Uh, and and I think they pulled it off. Like, the Scorpion mode, yeah, the tail makes no sense, given all the bulk in front of it, but... At least it has enough flip-out stuff to look like just a, a laser, basically. Um, yeah, which is ba- which is basically what it always was. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm 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 down for this guy. I also just I love I love the Titans have ankle tilts now, so you can actually pose them from the waist down without like without feeling like a very large thing is going to start succumbing to gravity. Uh. And that just leaves two more Earthrise toys, because Jiminy Cricket, they announced a lot. Uh, Commander Class is back. It's Skylinks, uh, who quietly reveals that they're going to do Coneheads, because all three of the Coneheads are on his box in the artwork. Uh, one of them being on the side panel, the other two being on the front panel. Uh, Skylinks himself does all the Skylinks things. Uh, his shuttle mode was done in tandem with with uh, some, some help from NASA. Uh, he has a very legitimate base mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of made the Lynx part cool by yeah. giving it like treads everywhere uh, that that kind of work. Um, really, the only thing about it that I think is kind of dumb in a more like "oh, you poor man" kind of thing is the the little diddly bird legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's always had little spindly. Dumb bird legs. He has always had those for the sky part. For some reason, they keep po- like there's clearly to me a thigh swivel on them, but they keep posing him looking like he's just got kicked in the nuts or has to pee. 
like both like toes pointing inwards, just like ah! <laughs> like I think that the bird mode actually can look pretty badass, but like for some reason he keeps getting posed just looking really goofy. Uh and all like knock kneed. Um because, yeah, articulation looks like it's all up the wazoo on this thing. Like, it's everywhere that you could think it would be on, on a regular figure. Flapping wings. Uh, there's, there's ankle tilts on both beast modes, uh, it looks like. Uh, yeah, Skylinks looks like he's going to hit it. Uh, oddly, aside from the base mode, like, I don't have a ton else to say. Just, I, I think that they did it. Uh, Aaron, you like space. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about this guy? Uh, I'll be getting him however I can. Yeah, it's hitting your hitting your notes. It's gonna go up there with yep. your your Mars Rover Lego kit. Yep. All right. Maybe not side by side. Uh, specifically, I like I like the fact that they have you know invested into the links portion. Uh, you know the you know granted the the Toy Fair diorama stuff isn't always representative, but it seems like you know the the paint that's gone in to like the lynx head and a few other things that maybe you wouldn't normally see when he's combined um, makes it definitely feel like it's not a, oh, and there's also this part of it, that it was all co-equal. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, I don't feel like, like, I don't feel like anything has has been added at the very end, if that makes any sense. Like, mm-hmm. even, even, I make fun of them, but the bird legs have ankle tilts and multiple joints and what looks like a thigh swivel. Like mm-hmm. they're not just two little you know prongs that fold out that you can use to stand them up. Yeah. Um, TJ, what about you? Are you uh, are you digging the Skylinks? I'm digging it so far. I'm not the biggest Skylinks fan. No, that's Aaron. He made that clear. Well, oh you know, yes. But I am I am happy that you know it's a proper update because we for a while we had to get by on that Combiner War one. Which is an unfortunate Skylinks. I still, I still think that's my favorite Skylinks. Um, <laughs> I know that I'm all alone until uh, you get this one. Now this one's a really good secondary Skylinks. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one is a Skylinks. It's just not Sky Rain. But it's the Magnificence is the name of the air is the name of the spacecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. You know, Sky, but. Sky Rain. Magnificence. I, <laughs> yeah, you keep saying the less cool word. I don't understand what we're what we're doing here. <laughs> yes, he looks cool. I don't know if I'm gonna go for him yet. Well, but... if, if Jetfire's any indication, it's not gonna be a rush. Like you can you can early yeah. adopt or they'll they'll kinda chill out eventually and, and just be around. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not terribly worried about missing out on the Skylinks. Mm. But I don't, I'll sit back. I'll see what it does. If it if it suits me, if I'm in the mood, yeah, I'll, I I could see myself picking this guy up. It, it's easy because like this is that one of those size classes that comes around once a year. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like it'll it, like I said because of that, it just it'll chill out and it'll be there for like six months. Yeah, you know, you'll you'll get a chance if you really want to, and if you end up not, then hey, you saved like whatever it is in America for a commander toy. Yeah, it's eighty bucks, but yeah. But also about six months in, uh, they usually go pretty cheap on Amazon after that. Yeah. And you know what? That's why he's called the Magnificence, because he has to try so hard, because people are like, yeah, I'll wait for him on sale. Whereas the true Sky Rain fans, oh, we bought him the, the moment we saw him. That's, uh, oh. 
Skyrim's real good. Saw a whole lot of people dunking on Skyrim all of a sudden when this got announced. You just like yours because the angles actually work. Whole bunch of traitors dunking on Skyrim. <laughs> uh, well, that leaves Double Dealer, uh, who is kind of... Oddly, I don't have a whole lot to say about him because I think that kind of like with Snapdragon, Double Dealer, they just, they just hit it. You know, they, the truck mode is doing it. The robot mode, yeah, he's weird bulk everywhere, but he's doing it. Uh, actually, I kind of like some of the extra bulk on him. <laughs> uh, it just makes him look a little bit more, like, uh, intimidating. Uh, the bird mode is perfect because it's Double Dealer. Like, I saw some folks really dunking on the bird mode, and I was kind of like... I'm sorry, I didn't know a whole bunch of people had never seen Double Dealer before. Uh, like, it, it, it's it's the Double Dealer bird mode, but enhanced slightly. And mm-hmm. specifically, that's what his bird mode's got to be, is a weird upside-down truck with a rocket on its back. And a really disturbingly organic bird head. Um, also, the base mode. Hey, truck mode has some struts fold out to, like, plant him down, and he launches his missile. Like, yeah, that works as a base mode. It's kind of just an alternate truck mode. Um, but yeah, unless I'm like, I got to take one more look at the robot mode while we're talking. But yeah, uh, Double Dealer is kind of just doing what I want out of Double Dealer uh, at the leader class. I think that's affording him the ability to do all of that. Uh, okay, 100%. His legs look weird from the side. Uh, and if that really bugs you, that's because it looks weird. I don't mind it, though. Um, I think it works in uh in concert with how the transformation probably seems to work because there's a lot going on uh a lot of hingy stuff that i gotta i gotta i gotta handle in person um but also i like him because he's a leader class toy that seems to just be a the leader price point on a toy uh and i don't mind how leader class is often voyager plus with an accessory add-on but right. I like that we also got a dude here who seems to just be leader point, and that's that. Uh, Aaron, how do you feel about Double Dealer? Yeah, I, I'm with you. This d- seems like, at least at this point, more like like this is the leader size uh, and very filled out. There's not a whole bunch of armor stuff that snaps onto a core. There's not a whole bunch of, you know, some other thing. It's, you know, the... The rocket part, which is very much double dealer, and I—I I don't know, maybe the, the well, no, those are on ball joints that are attached. To it. I was going to say maybe like the the rocket support leg things that it shows from when he's in his like missile truck launch mode. Mm-hmm. But nope, those are on ball joints. Those aren't just weird peg on things. Yeah, I, 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 I do agree that this feels like a a whole toy at this size correctly. Yeah. Uh I, I'm like it's the Voyager Plus thing. I really like it in Siege. I think it worked. I mean I still have to I still have to pick up and handle an Astro Train. I think it worked in Siege really well for the leaders. Um I think that Earthrise Prime, because his trailer is so deafeningly boring, has really like put a sour taste in my mouth for that. Uh mm-hmm. going forward. I'm like, let's have Earthrise Prime be the last time we do that, maybe. Because cause everyone else, it's like, okay, cool Voyager Plus with stuff a Voyager couldn't necessarily do 100%. Uh, like, you know, more pins, more moving parts, more paint. And then some cool add-on accessories, Optimus Prime. I have a box. 
It's like, okay, we gotta really, we gotta be done with RC's G1 robot mode, and we gotta be done with these stupid do-nothing-but-cost-money boxes that Primes always come with. Uh, that was a rant I wasn't thinking I was gonna go on. Uh, TJ, how you feeling about Double Dealer? <laughs> I'm, again, a little bit torn, because... Like, the vehicle modes are spot on. And by vehicle modes, I mean whatever that is, because that ain't a bird. That's a double dealer bird mode. It's a special That's kind a of bird. a double dealer bird mode, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had him as a kid, and I regained him as an adult. Yeah. Uh, I've always liked my double dealers. That robot is weird. Yeah. Well, he... There's some weird proportions going on to that figure. That robot is like, so G1 double dealer was kind of like... You know, that's what Double Dealer likes to tell people he looks like. This is, like, what Double Dealer actually looks like. Like, when, <laughs> when Double Dealer has to actually be ambulatory and have moving limbs. Mm-hmm. And he can't just be a standing truck with bits folded in the shape of a man. That, that This is Double <laughs> Dealer, like, in real life. <laughs> this is IRL Double Dealer. So we've been getting... We, okay, so we've gone from, like, Instagram Double Dealer to Facebook Double Dealer. Yeah, this is the, when 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 Double Dealer finally convinces you to go on a date with him. This is this is that Double Dealer. Oh, I was expecting someone less busty. Uh, I was gonna. I had a really lousy joke. I shouldn't probably go with it. You probably should not. Um, it had I, to do with I'd... the contents of his gun. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Like, it is a weird design. His knees seem to be in the middle of his shins, but, you know, I, I, I'm still parsing this a little bit. I do like, I, I will agree with the panel here. I like that it is a leader class that doesn't have a whole bunch of gimmickry to plug on to bulk him up to 50. Like, I think since we've started the War for Cybertron trilogy, that's all we've gotten. Yeah, and and uh, like I said, in Siege, I think they all made it work. I think Earthrise Prime... The Voyager Plus robot, totally there. But, like, mm-hmm. that trailer sucks. I mean, <laughs> as a nostalgia package, I'm actually way more behind what they did with Earthrise Prime than I am, like, or, or uh, than I am, like, Siege Astro Train, who just came with a box of guns. I feel like because I never picked up Astro Train during Siege, like, I, I'm still waiting to catch the Earthrise one on sale now. Like, I, I, that, I might feel the same way about him. I, I just never messed with him. Because, uh, yeah, like like when I say it worked, I am really specifically like, yeah, Shockwave and Ultra Magnus kicked ass. Uh, and, and Galaxy Prime, by virtue of being an Ultra Magnus, was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> like, I feel like because we're not getting the armor, that they're, like our double dealer here is going to be bigger than even they were. Oh, I'm yeah. sure of it. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, if he, so I mean, That's if, what I'm looking forward to. Even if he's not taller... You just look at him physically. He yeah, is wider. Just, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just more impressive. More is more double full. dealer. There's double. Yeah. There's double a dealer on that guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He. Uh, I think he turned out. Uh, I think he's going to be divisive when he comes out because I think a lot of folks also just like. Can't get over the bird mode, and that's fine. Like you got it's an acquired taste to the double dealer bird mode. Uh and I I think that finally we we did it. We hit all the Earthrise stuff. No, you podcasted for like two hours and then bragged about how you're gonna talk about Sunstreak and Trailbreaker, and you not you all forgot. All of you forgot. 
Anyway, let me tell you what they were all going to say about Sunstreaker and Trailbreaker. They are going to look at Trailbreaker and say, boy, that looks like the logical uh, recolor retool of, of Hoist. And then they were going to look at Sunstreaker and go like, hey, I think he's a Wheeljack retool of some kind. He looks pretty good. We'll check in on them, you know, when, when they get back together. But I'm pretty sure that's what they were all going to say. Who am I? That's your problem to figure out. So just got a couple quickies to, to close this up here. Uh, first up, that Netflix thing. Uh, the trailer for the Netflix thing has like there's, there's an easy pro and an easy con. Easy pro. It looks like it went through post-production unlike the Machinima stuff, and that's not a dig on the Netflix thing. It's just, man, I'm so glad it looks like it went through an actual post-production cycle. Like, there was lighting. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the things moved at a regular frame rate, and they had a lip sync. It was so refreshing. Yeah, that was actually uh, had a few people at work ask if I had heard about that and then very rapidly corrected themselves like, what did you think about that? Because they, uh, they knew you had to have seen it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, no, you know, super impressed by it and a whole lot better than the last thing and then had to explain the Machinima series and then had to explain what Go90 was. God. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like, what, Go90, I don't get it. Okay. Pick up your phone, yeah? Watch a video now. What do you do? It goes 90. And they, the two people that were there, both of them just went, oh. Uh, uh, uh. And you're like, no, don't worry. It doesn't exist anymore. It just it's also still, devoured like three web series when I, I th- it died. I think it does still. No, that's like, just the, stuff that's just the body. Up. That's just the body. Yeah. It's dead. That's just eventually that will see. You've got to wait for the insects to take it back to Mother Earth. Uh I don't know. One thing has it still live. Wikipedia says it's currently down. Okay. Shut down. <laughs> yeah, what you're seeing is yeah. encrypted. In fact, you might want to just throw your computer out the window or it's going to like come at you when you're asleep. Like <laughs> But and then showed them a little bit of the machinima one and they're like, "What? Who? What? How how did this get approved?" It's like uh cocaine. I don't know. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Though. Here's, I'll just throw in the con to, to bookend that. The lighting I'm talking about also really, really helps make the con work, which is that it looks like they got the CAD models for the instruction sheets and put skeletons on them. Mm-hmm. Like, Megatron's mm-hmm. lips are ridiculous. <laughs> 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 Literally ridiculous. I still love it. It's just like, yeah, we can't, we got to just acknowledge this, that this is weird looking. Because mm-hmm. uh, also, like, the lighting and the, also, it looks like it was, I'm sure the Machinima one was, but, like, it looked like it was storyboarded. Yeah. It, it, when Optimus comes in and transforms, there wasn't this big, obvious jump cut frame from a deformed vehicle mode to a deformed robot mode. Like, it looked like the truck actually just transformed into Optimus Prime's robot mode. Granted, because mm-hmm. it looks like they're using the, the toy cads. Uh, and I was very happy to see that. I, I, it was nice that, like, like okay, I'm because someone's going to say it in the comments, because I got it on Twitter at least once. Yes, when we say it looks better than Machinima, that, in fact, is like saying, hey, I can breathe this oxygen. Right. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean it looks good when we say it looks better than Machinima. I also think it looks good. I just think that given what it is, it's really important to note that it doesn't look like Machinima. 
Right. Um, but uh, yeah, th- th- that was my little bookend I wanted to do. TJ, what about you? How, you, how did this trailer hit you? Uh, pretty much the same way. I so uh, I was sitting in on a stream with uh, the man formerly known as Apollo Z Hack. Mm-hmm. I've heard about uh-huh. him. Uh huh. You know the guy. Yeah. I uh, had this question tossed to me. What do you think of it? And I had I went through a similar thing where like I had to talk about what we just got. And I actually remembered the bit where in the lead up to uh, the Machinima series that some producer writers on has described it as the Game of Thrones of Transformers. Oh, don't worry. I never and forgot. This this everyone just grind to a halt. Like, what? <laughs> like, so like I'm still in that mindset. It's still fresh in my head looking at this and like, yes, the the animation is smooth. The character detailing is very nice. I like the look of it. You know, they were talking up. They're like, yeah, they transform the way they do on the toys because we, you know, you know, we base them so closely on the toys. And you can see like little hinges and little pinholes and all on the on the character models. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's it's almost Energon and Cybertron in that way. But I don't terribly mind that if they're actually, you know, because it's nice to have like those cartoon ac those accurate. Uh, robots in the cartoon yeah it's a it's a critique that i will always accept and say no you're right but then Mm -hmm. it comes down to like it seems like at least in the trailer working with these kind of clunky looking toy looking models they lit them in a way to kind of hide some of the toyeticness which is what uh, energon never did and cybertron kind of did uh and and it looks like they they storyboarded their animation and it looks like they directed it well with some decent camera moves which is, you know, Cybertron yeah. did that during the stock footage sequences and kind of only that. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the the one point I took away that actually made me happy was there's a very brief bit at the end where it's just Optimus Prime talking with a very sullen Elita One. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the part of me just went, oh, thank God, there's characterization. Yeah, they're actually talking to each other, which is also a nice... Um, I mean, they did talk to each other in the Machinima series. It just usually was a meme whenever they were talking to each other. Yeah. Uh, so in this one, it seems like they're just having a character conversation. If there's one thing about it I would say could go badly, it actually sort of bounces off that scene and all the Magnus dialogue, which is like... It look, there's a decent chance that this swings grimdark to the point of me starting to laugh a lot. Uh, and I, I ho- kind of hope that's not the case. And it, it might not be. Uh, like, what I recall of the writer's panel and everything at, at TFCon LA last year was he seemed like a dude who had a, a decent pedigree of, like, stuff that he thinks is cool. Uh, right. And so, uh, you know, if I have, like, basically, if I have one worry about the show, it's that the tone might be almost comically grim but you know how often do we get that with a transformer show it doesn't mean like i want it all the time it's just hey that'll be that might end up being a novelty for this series uh and you know what comically grim transformers even if it doesn't work for like all of us it's probably going to get a lot of like not again not mimetic attention from you know folks that could cause more of these to happen i mean Considering where they are in the story, like, these are, like, the days leading up to everyone evacuating Cybertron, I I assume we're in for a dark storyline to begin with. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially given the spoiler box toy, like some of the stuff I got, impl- the implications I took from it. I was kind of like, yeah, this this. I mean, it's not going to be a happy story. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it would be nice if there's some happiness in it, because I think Transformers is always, at, even Dark Transformers is at its best when it has a bit of a sense of humor about what's going on. Uh, so hopefully we get at least some fun characters in there. Um, here's the big thing that made me happy, though. Megatron and Starstream's voice actors are the same ones from the Machinima series, i.e. two of the best voice actors who were <laughs> literally trapped in the Machinima series get to be in something that isn't the mission of a series. And I'm so happy for them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for them. Like, um, Jason Marnoka's Megatron was the mission of a series. Sassy Megatron. Like he, they basically built the third season around having him as the main character is the the impression I got. Uh, yeah, he was the main character. Yeah. He, he, also, I only watched half of it. I still haven't watched the other half. I still never heard Samoa Joe as Predaking or Ron Perlman (laughs) as Optimus Primal. (laughs) You have to hear, you have to hear it. I need to, I want to watch him and don't, someone's going to say, no, don't bother. No, I want to watch him. I just have to figure out where to watch him right now. Yeah. You have to experience like Ron Perlman as, uh, Trying to be a conscious, awake being. I like <laughs> so that's what I, he's doing. He's trying the, to convince you that he's awake. The idea that I would have <laughs> gone as far as I did and then stopped to me is worse than if I finish it. Like I need to finish it sometime. But uh, like Jason Marnoka's Megatron, like I'm I'm happy for him. But I am so happy for uh, Frank's Starscream because. He didn't get to really do anything. Uh, he got written to play... Like, he did a great performance vocally. But in season one, Starscream is doing this, like, painful pastiche of G1 Starscream and IDW Starscream in terms of what the character was doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Voice work was solid, but it's, like, in service of story points that are just, like... It's like somehow the folks read all the right stuff, but took all the wrong stuff from it. Uh, And then he kind of got stuck playing this like ghost Starscream thing in the second season that was like, like it started off cool, but then he was just trapped in this sort of running gag. And that was it. And I'm like, he is a way better voice actor than this. And he's he is a good voice actor who deserves better stuff to work with than this. And so I'm I'm really hyped that he's in this Netflix stuff because he deserves it. Jason Marnoka does as well, but Jason Marnoka eventually got given enough material where it's like he was the reason to watch the Machinima stuff. Uh, and and yeah, I'm I'm happy for both of them. Like <laughs> that was actually the best news to me of this Netflix thing is like. We're gonna take two guys who really deserve this and give them these roles. Uh, anyway, there's also toys. It's a bunch of siege repaints. Woo! Uh, there's some interesting stuff in here. Uh, the decos look really cool. The de- the deluxes like were given out at Toy Fair is the understanding I got. So there's the weird mm-hmm. Decepticon Mirage. Uh, all the paintwork on the production deluxes looks really cool. So, yeah, I am uh-huh. super considering like doubling up on a bunch of those just because like whereas before the battle damage on on these toys didn't really sell me 
because it was always just that muddy splash mm-hmm. effect or whatever. All of them on these look like, uh, for both modes, look like it's authentic wear and tear and in in reasonable places as a thing. Yeah, and here's the thing, right? This is like the, the third release for some of these molds. This has mm-hmm. Netflix. Like, Netflix's name is all over the packaging. I agree with folks where it feels like Netflix may be pushed to have this line happen. Yeah. Uh, so that they would have a toy presence as well. <laughs> That's probably why all the paintwork is so much better between that and these are now, like, you know, year-old designs uh, on mm-hmm. the retail shelves. I am a little salty about the entire Siege line. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like... This is really making it feel like I was a beta tester for a couple yeah. of these toys. Yeah. Specific, well, I mean, specifically I mean, I, Hound and Sideswipe. Those are the I'm two. I'm just looking at this like this is just the premium line. This is the same as the Hasbro Select. It, well, kinda, just in a different yeah. box. Yeah. Like, here's, what I'm, here's what it is. So remember when Beast Wars had a second run of toys? Yeah. The yeah, Fox Kids. Because, yeah, because yeah. it went from syndication to Fox Kids after school. So new network, new attention, new demand for the toys, even though we're in the middle of Beast Machines. So yeah. out come a bunch of repaints. And we're getting the exact same thing here, where now there's actual attention to a new series on Netflix. They're going to have demand for a figure line. So uh, 100%. They- it's, just, it's, it's specifically... Like, the Megatron, for some reason, I don't lump in with this. I think it's just because... Like that toy needed some physical help as well, uh, right? Uh, with with you know the the floppy head plank, it's it's Chromia Hound and Sideswipe. It's those three where I feel like the Fox Kids. It's because it's it's less than a year after I got these. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and it's not so much we're repainting them to be show accurate. It's it's the same color palettes and the same intent with the battle damage. So it's just like. These are just better versions of what I bought, and uh, and I'm I'm not like mad to the point where like oh, I want to start a petition or something, you know, or I'm gonna send an angry letter. It's just like these three give me the reaction of like I beta tested these three figures a year ago, uh, more or less, uh, and I'll get over it. This is for some reason those three made me go like oh man, <laughs> like like. Also, Hound and Sideswipe, I got for a colossal discount because of that whole Hasbro Toy Shop coupon code thing. So I have no oh. place to complain. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Like I, I basically got those for like ten bucks each. So yeah, I got, I got no place to complain. Uh, myself, uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way because uh, that Mirage redeco is lit, hot, sweet, delicious. Uh, especially in production, like looking at the photos of how they did the wear and tear on the purple. Uh, mm-hmm. That whole color palette is cool. The fact that that toy is just standing there staring at you, saying, "Because of me, you're gonna watch at least one episode of this." Because I mean, uh-huh. you gotta you gotta know what the hell that's about, right? Uh, and all, and, and then you know what? Scrap Face is great because <laughs> he's called Scrap Face. It basically means he's called like Poo Face, <laughs> Taser <laughs> Face. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just gonna quickly stand up for actual original Taser Face. Uh, one of the, my favorite original comic villains because that was a book I had as a kid. Real Taser Face actually shot lasers out of specifically only his face. That's why he's called Taser Face. Uh, 
Okay. Aaron, I needed to well actually someone, so thank you for accommodating I'm, me. I'm I'm glad I could be here for you. I missed something about Scrap Face that I know I could look up because Scrap Face is out there in the wild from the Toy Fair samples. Does Scrap Face have an Autobot or a Decepticon logo on him? I actually never checked. Uh, the the box has a Decepticon logo. Okay. Yeah, he's got one on his arm. It's it's on his shoulder. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. Uh Boy, I'm kind of tempted to triple up on Scrap Face. Yeah, like I want to see the camera mode on Scrap Face. Yeah, also, I just really wanted to say his name as many times as possible. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we're on board for this. But I'll, you know what? That, like, that, that weird, like, rakey, you know, scratched up chest deco, I think works. Do, I, okay, does the production one have the eye scar or is it visible? I got to go look at a photo. Uh,. Because if they pulled that off, I didn't look that up until... Like, I didn't notice it till just now. If they pulled off that iScar deco, then I'm super down for this. Uh, uh, the samples don't show it. Damn, it's too small. On the stock images. Yeah, you, you can see it in the, in the CAD model. It's too small, I think, to happen on the real one. But I'll go take a look later. Maybe it's it's present on some and maybe not some others. I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the Megatron, I think, looks really great. It's a shame he comes with two Battlemasters I kind of don't want, because that makes him more expensive. Uh, and Hotlink comes with the Fire Twins. And, you know, that's not helping, because it's manfold in half twice with different colored optics. Unless those characters are amazing in the Netflix show, like... That's a really great way to drive me away from wanting to pick up Hotlink. <laughs> it already has driven me away from Skywarp, uh, having like those kind of non-people Battlemasters with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Megatron, at least those two have interesting color schemes, and all of them. Maybe the Battlemasters have cool characters on the show, but the Megatron is one where I'm like, I kind of wish he was on his own. But none of the Voyagers are on their own. Uh, even the leader class one is not on its own. Is what I'll say. I actually don't want to say the spoiler because, like, I forgot who it was. Was it previews that just said what was in it? Because the info got out of what's well, in it. Well, it came. It came with the uh, product description. Oh, it's just the general. They just laid it out. This is what you have. Oh, yeah. So it's not really a spoiler. What was the point of this whole thing? Like, <laughs> because on a on a store shelf, it is like, oh okay. well, there's something about this Magnus that spoils the Netflix show. Is it? Do you guys think we should just say it? I kind of just did. Go ahead. Yeah, it's Ultra Magnus and a. We'll say it. it's an Ultra Magnus and a Battle Master and mm-hmm. some Energon cubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Energon cubes in stuff. Yeah. Because the box has a contains wheat warning on it. I didn't see that. Yeah, I <laughs> yes. missed that. Yeah. So it, it lists it lists the energon cubes as in compound. <laughs> okay. So you have to actually I want to see if it's in the full size photo. Oh, on I the see box. compound net weight is on the front of the It's on the front of the box is compound net weight. At the very yeah, bottom center. Yeah, that way. Something in the back, it said. Also on the back, I just noticed Ultra Magnus's picture is on the back, and I never, or on the side. I never saw it that whole time. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Spoilers so, inside. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know yeah, what? I, He's there in the trailer. So, I can't complain. I'm trying to remember where I saw it. Like, I saw where someone was, like, going over the box. 
It might be in and some like, of the... It's probably somewhere on Twitter. In, yeah, it's in a flap or something where it does say contains wheat. So it's probably one of those, like, fake rock chip-away toys. Oh, I want hmm. some wheat Magnus. <laughs> I want I want fiber Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's... Yeah, that's po- a, like, that's a spoiler. So, like, we think it's just, oh, it's like a compound that... No, he just comes with wheat. Yeah, just raw wheat. Add some milk. Have a good breakfast. Yeah. The, uh, he's the one in the poncho in the trailer, right? Unless that was a really weird uh, red herring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's in the cloak. What if the cloak is in the box and, like, that's the big secret? I'm, I'm... assuming something about his deco is the spoiler. Probably. But I kind of hope it's the cloak, because boy, I want that cloak on that toy. <laughs> and they did a really solid cloak for that leader Megatron from Studio Series, so, you know. Uh, by the way, just to top the other pieces of info off, the show will be six episodes long, 20 minutes an episode. So it's two hours. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it's they keep saying trilogy, right? So they're probably going to do another. Oh, no, they said they're going to do Earthrise. Uh, at, at one of the things, if I recall correctly. So, let's see how it turns out. I forgot when it's launching. Is it in the summer? I forgot the date that this thing is coming out. That's probably important. Or did they not announce it? Oh, I could swear that they had. Now I can't find anything about a date. <laughs> yeah. You know I what? found I pre- what the spoiler is inside a different way if you translate the Cybertronian. You, yeah, there's also the Cybertronian on the front, which made everything like, wait, what? And then the listing was like, oh, it was actually the really literal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes me interested in the first episode of the show, because they said the spoiler is for episode one. So, mm-hmm. I'm curious. <laughs> Very curious, like what source material they were looking at. Uh, hang on. I want to know about this wheat thing now. (laughs) Check the chat. (laughs) I found it. I was on Walmart. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a Walmart exclusive. Uh, is on the box image. It's it's on the bottom. Look at the bottom. Uh, Through the description. Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, it contains wheat. Compound net weight five ounces. All right. Not intended okay. to be eaten. What a ripoff. Five ounces of wheat with every Ultra Magnus. I should be able to eat my five ounces of non-toxic wheat that comes with my spoiler Ultra Magnus. <laughs> like I mean, you can. Sad. Like you could eat the box if you really wanted to, I guess. Mm. But yeah. Aww. Okay. I mean, it says not intended. Yeah, but it also says non-toxic. Uh, okay. I feel like this is a challenge. It also says that there are 70 paint deco ops on this Magnus. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, here's my question. Because this involves a compound that one hypothetically might chip away to to unearth something, do you think people are going to double buy this so they can have some mint-in-box wheat compound, and do you think the wheat compound will hold its shape for several decades? Oh, jeez. Schrodinger's collectible? Is this going to be the BotCon lollipop all over again? Uh, You gotta be careful, because it might pour itself out of the bottom of it. (laughs) Well, okay, here's what I'll say. I don't know, 
how non-toxic, not intended to be eaten compound wheat works. So. <laughs> then what good are you? Uh, what good am I? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how this, like, I know what wheat is. But all the extra terminology attached to this wheat makes me not necessarily understand whether this wheat just maintains its form in perpetuity or if it decomposes. Because these are questions I don't want answered. You know what? There's probably a reason this listing didn't come out till after Toy Fair. Do you let's imagine we're all John Warden for a second? Do you want to sit there answering questions about wheat compound for all of Toy Fair? Not really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has other things to do. I'm a little salty about this because I really would have liked to hear some choice John Warden quotes about wheat compound. Salty with your wheat. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) I also bought some Scottish crackers today. It's very relevant. Uh, that's a spoiler, by the way. Ultra Magnus eats Scottish crackers. Uh, there, I ruined the show for you. You can thank me later. Uh, <laughs> all right. That that went on a track I wasn't expecting. Let's let's just be a hundred percent clear here. I thought we were going to quickly go. Yeah, these read echoes are nice. I didn't know we were going to start getting into this really weird tangent about wheat. But you know what? That's their fault, not ours. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> I was just going to say, hey, let's just swing casually over to Studio Series. But no, it had to get weird. Uh, so, Studio Series, here's this is the fresh stuff. Uh, they did one record. They revealed, sorry, I don't think anyone's got it yet uh, outside of a couple folks who did like some videos, I think. But they did, a, they did Roadbuster. So, guess what? Top Spin is getting a Studio Series Deluxe. Uh, I'm really <laughs> into that because Top Spin was my favorite of those three. Uh, I think he looks cool. Uh, also, they're they're doing um, there's a multi stage throwback here. They're doing the satellite movie two sound wave, who was the movie two preview figure, who you could kind of barely notice that was sound wave in the movie, uh, right? And they they did right by him. He transforms a lot to be sound wave as a satellite mermaid, and it's perfect. Uh. I'm into it. Uh, and then there's some stuff of, of Constructicons we've seen already. They confirmed Skipjack. No one was surprised. And then, hey, Sentinel Prime, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, the CAD model. Hey, that looks pretty good. Then we got some photos of an actual toy, and his vehicle mode looks like a half-painted model kit. Uh, it looks really bad paint-wise. But it's in service of what looks like some decent paint apps on the robot mode. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Sentinel Prime's uh, design. So I'm I'm into him getting a nice new toy. Uh, there's a cliff jumper from the Bumblebee movie. Um, the first thing I did was save the photo in my phone and then draw a dotted line around half his body, uh, just mm-hmm. so we we know where to cut. Uh, some folks said he looks like he's a retool of the Jeep Bumblebee, and I don't know the Jeep Bumblebee well at all because I don't I've never seen one in person, so I'm just taking people's word for it. Uh, vehicle mode looks really nice. And uh, finishing off the Bumblebee stuff, finally, the one we all expected, uh, Blitzwing, uh, who looks good. He only has one mode, but you know what? That's screen accurate. And as much as I would have liked a triple changer, I think we all saved a lot of trouble by just doing what he did in the movie. Uh, Because that means they can now infinitely retool this toy and recolor it into 100,000 Seekers. And if it ends up being a good Voyager jet 
robot toy, I'm down for it. If it ends up not being a good one, then I get to skip a whole lot of redecos, and it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Aaron, uh, any of these new Studio Series guys standing out to you? Any any comments you want to drop? Standing out, jumping out, not really. Uh, I'm still... Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I know we kind of discussed it before, but I'm not sure why Skipjack's a, th- a thing. Other it's, than that there a, was... That's the, there was one. That there his, was one, but, his, like... His leg was yellow in the movie. Yeah, this yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. The red one died and didn't become a leg. The yellow one became the leg. Yeah, because I guess the, that's true. I don't... I, I don't know. This is a, a, a spot where I start feeling weird about, about Devastator of, like, just... Just get it out. I don't need the alternate parts now. Well, we're we're starting God, it off, and and unless they're going to be looping around and like reissuing all of them because half of them are going to be long out of production by the time that I finally get my hips. No, they'll I mean, start. They'll they start... could just they could just start over and just release Devastator in perpetuity. Yeah, and and just redo all the red ones in yellow and all the yellow ones in red. And then what about the green one? Never uh, redeco him. Ever. I mean, eventually they'll all be green, right? Yeah, exactly. No, he's green already, so he's he's ready to go. So we'll do the yellow version of him. I mean, it's the fate of all construction vehicle transformers to be green. All in green, but him. Yeah, and he's red. And that's the only way to get him in red. Yeah, he's red in the gift set. So that eventually, if you're a good, true fan who is loyal, you have a fully red Devastator, fully green one, and a fully yellow one, like a loyal, true fan would. Except for Mixmaster also never gets repaints. Exactly, never. You just buy three of Mixmaster because you're a true fan, because he's not in any of those gift sets. <laughs> they just keep releasing Mixmaster <laughs> on his own, untouched. <laughs> Same number. All the... All the gift sets have no Devastator head. Oh, no, here, even worse. He does get repaints so that the the paint on the Devastator face matches. I was about to but say, you have, that's... But you have no way to yeah. tell until you've opened it and... and yeah, you can't check. ...peeled the face apart. It'll be like, what, one in three has the has the green silver face now mm-hmm. <laughs> but then one in 50 has the bright green G- no one in 50 has the gray the gray and black face but with the red around the eyes to look like the G1 visor <laughs> we're geniuses uh <laughs> that that account that we were talking about earlier is furiously scribbling down notes right now yeah well, you know what I, we're gonna find out if it's you know you, you accountants think you could design half an alicon and you failed. You think you could steal our ideas? We'll find out. <laughs> We're gonna bend your knees backwards like an alicon supposed to. Uh, it's been a long day. Uh, what's up, everyone? Hey, TJ. How, yeah. How are you but, feeling but, about these studio series uh, releases? Any uh, any I'm jumping feeling, out at you? I'm feeling okay about it. Uh, top spin. Uh, two for two on the weaponized vehicles. Uh, wait, That's right. Waiting for that. Tar- waiting for that Target exclusive to show me three for three before oh. I commit to any of those. What if? Uh, what if they do it? What if they do the stupid thing? I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> put it past them. I really wouldn't, because they spent an entire toy line screwing that up. I know. It, it would in actually three be, different size classes. It would be more on topic to to just have Leadfoot be the clean one because mm-hmm. his original deluxe was weaponized. And they're like, hey, you want the weaponized one? <laughs> Go oh, no. track down the old deluxe that came out once <laughs> in Japan. 
Oh, God. Uh, what's jumping at me? <laughs> what's jumping at me is Blitzwing. He does look really, really good. I don't care that he has no tank mode because we only expect that because his name is Blitzwing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. People gotta like, drop this for crying out loud. Really? Like, but it's the movie. It's the movie verse. You're not used to characters just having names, you know, just spiked onto them. It's because it's the one movie that like wasn't full of jerks, and so suddenly I was like, "Well, now it got Blitzwing wrong." And it's like, yeah, it got everything else. So yeah, exponentially like, right compared to what came before it. Can we just yeah. let Blitzwing go? Like, <laughs> I mean, Ironhide's a black truck now. We have, like, Sideswipe is a, a silver Corvette. What, there, no one cares what the name's attached to well, at this point. Just, well, what I've come to understand is it's because the Bumblebee movie got, got had the opening five minutes that Blitzwing is even more inexcusable. And I'm kind of like, look, I get it, but also... You're you're somehow immediately taking those opening five minutes for granted in a way that I find really disturbing when, when hey, someone be, says let's that. Let's be let's be honest. This Blitzwing is the Bumblebee's movie attempt to make a good movie star scream, and they just had to use a different name at the time. Yeah, yeah. and then they what, gave him a better head. Yeah, they, then they gave him a better head and an even more star scream deco, and he shows up in those first five minutes, like. If Blitzwing is the one casualty, fine. <laughs> like, like someone asked, someone actually asked me, like as a Blitzwing fan, like how do you feel about this? What? I'm completely <laughs> indifferent to it. Like, it's wait, just a name. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's just go back for the last decade and ask that question every two years, like we were for the first three movies, before we realize <laughs> that it probably doesn't matter. So. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so the Blitzwing thing for some reason. I think it's because I have a review of the three A one, so I I see the comment pop up a lot, and it's not even aimed mm -hmm. at me. It's aimed at the toy, but it just started to really annoy me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then like at TFCon when they were showing the Blitzwing off and the guys running the three A booth, and like every couple hours I could sometimes just hear someone go like, "Hey, that's a nice uh, star scream you made," and I'm kind of like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also the cliff jumper is cool. Yeah, yeah, the cliff jumper is cool. Yeah, uh, they should do him as Bumblebee, even if he's already a retool of the Jeep, and I have no idea. But if he is, then redeco this one into a Bumblebee. Yeah, so I was looking at the Jeep pictures, kind of side by side with the, and like uh, maybe I think it's yet again the the entire exterior is different. So it's yeah, yeah, it's a retool in the way that all of these modern ones are retools. Just put the put the bee head back on and paint it yellow, and then we yeah. can call the Bumblebee movie line basically done. Because uh, mm -hmm. I still like to see the, another attempt at the Volkswagen Bee that's a little bit closer to the movie. I would like that. I I just feel like that's in like a year and a half at the soonest. Mm. I feel like that's something that they start working on because it turns out everyone likes the movie, but it's like. First, we got to do all these other characters <laughs> that everyone suddenly wants, and we have to do two shatters and two drop kicks. And oh my god, all of a sudden, because <laughs> uh, I would like that. I would also like a car shatter that doesn't suck because everyone says car shatter sucks, and I have no idea. Uh, still can't find her on sale. She is the Studio Series toy I permanently find at full price. It's very like, come on, I'm trying, uh, but yeah. That is the Toy Fair reveals. Uh, 
I I noted I noted down on my invisible piece of paper that we definitely got broken by the wheat compound topic. Like we were already yeah. getting punchy, but boy, my just a quick apology to Studio Series that you were the victim of coming after wheat compound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I know that with Studio Series, it's kind of like like you know, it's not like you guys hate it, but it's like I feel like I'm the most excited about it, and then for you guys, it's more like bit by bit. So I think it ended up working out okay. Uh, <laughs> imagine if we did the wheat combat thing, and it's like, all right, so Earthrise, <laughs> all of those reveals. <laughs> We would never have finished, but uh, you might notice we're, we're this is the end of the show now. Uh, I decided to hold off on on saying we're going to do what we got until we see where we're at after all the Toy Fair reveals. I think I think past Chris made the right call. Yes, because uh, we do have a lot of Earthrise what we got to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, and I would prefer that we're at a hundred percent when we talk about those because that's brand new line and we like. Between all of us, we can talk about the entire first wave. So, uh, actually, TJ can just talk about the entire first wave. Spoiler. But I got three of them. Aaron, you've got a bunch of them. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to open up next episode with a big old Earthrise hands-on impressions, what we got. Uh, So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, thank you for checking out this Toy Fair uh, coverage. If you're here with us through the whole thing, then, uh, hey... Uh, say wheat compound. That's how we know you got to the end. Uh, and uh, Aaron, thank you for joining me, even though I know you've been up for like 47 hours. Uh, wheat compound. Wheat compound. TJ, thank you for sharing wheat compound. I do what I can. That's uh, the best thing I've... Man. Still, in the fandom since I was born, we've been doing this podcast since 2008, you can still have magic just show up in your topic list. You can just still find amazing tidbits that, that redefine Transformers for you, like Wheat Compound. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later. Uh, until then, stay safe and wash your hands. <laughs>